0: Don't be surprised when it all comes falling apart with just one false moon from total chaos Will this world that we're living still moons and breeze Don't be surprised when it dies like you and me Cause it could happen of the night Hey, what's up everybody? How you doing? My name's Dan. I am uh, your host on this podcast along with my co-host uh Steven. And our uh sometimes <laughs> randomly uh spur of the moment summer co host, Ryan Donathan.
1: Summer intern, baby. Gents, how we doing? <laughs> Living the dream, man.
0: Oh, it's a great day. I mean, My bad. Sorry, Steve. Uh <clears throat> it's Tuesday night.
2: And you know what that means. It's L O T L, baby. <laughs> yeah.
0: But Be- <laughs> better than you, baby. <laughs> Uh, One with an
2: Adam Cole and then an LA Knight
0: there. No, that was not. Well, mine was uh, <coughs> MJF and Adam Cole. Hmm. But anyway, nobody that's listening to this podcast understands that <laughs> reference, so we're just going to move right along. <coughs> uh, anyway, welcome into episode 265 of Living Off the Land. Uh, yeah, so we are uh, we are here, we are rolling, and uh, guys, it's going to get hot this week. Very 90 yeah. plus degrees the next few days. Today was the high was about 85. But uh, we're getting into the 90s.
2: Friday looks to be the hottest of the hot.
1: 95 is what they're calling for. Woo!
0: Wow. It's it a perfect timing
1: because my father-in-law was like, hey, are you free to spread some mulch soon? I'm like, of course. Thanks for waiting till yeah. we're like, living on yeah, the right. surface like, of the sun.
0: Like the whole stinking summer.
1: <laughs> well, you knew he waiting. wasn't going
0: to do it while you were in Jamaica.
1: <laughs> I know. It's literally, yeah, It was. Pr- it's probably more comfortable down there uh, than it's about to be
0: up here. Yeah, how is it to be back from Jamaica?
1: You know, uh, It was funny. We ended up – literally, we were back for about a day and then ended up uh, up on Lake Erie a day or two later. And, boy, are they not the same,
0: (laughs) Uh, In what way? Enlighten us.
1: Quite literally every way. Um, (laughs) Other than there's water. Uh, No, Jamaica was – What color water? uh, Well, trash versus gorgeous. (laughs) Literally, it felt like – pictures don't do it justice and it sounds like hyperbolic to say it but it legit like everywhere you looked, you're like it looked like a postcard or like an instagram filter in real life it was stu- it was so stupid it was gorgeous um but yeah we did uh 10 days down in jamaica and uh that was a spectacular trip so unfortunately it had to come back to reality but uh you know there's something to be said about being home and at the end of the day like after a certain amount of time you know we, like 10 days was a great trip but by the end it's like okay some routine would be good. I can't keep eating like this. I can't keep drinking like this. Yeah, you know, like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get back to
0: reality. Especially, I can imagine you, pro- you guys probably drank all those sugary drinks imaginable. Well, I tr- yes, so you but came back with diabetes. Diabetes, yeah, pretty, diabetes. Mu- yeah,
1: pretty much call Wilf diabetes. Brimley. <laughs> um, <laughs> walrus man. Um. Yeah, we uh, they were they were super tasty. Honestly, you know what I had a ton of was the Red Stripe. We, they had ah. they had two beers on the island: Red Stripe and Red Stripe Light. There's yeah. literally nothing else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I drank a lot of Red Stripe, and uh, the the Boo Creepy Foot Doctor. They, <laughs> the, Hooray, beer! You know, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, the, the, all the different fun drinks are you know tasty for like one, <laughs> and you're like, cool. I'm going to get a hangover like immediately. Oh so, yeah. yeah. We didn't drink as many of those as you would have think, just because. Again, sugar bombs. They were tasty, nice. fun for one, and then move on with life. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but no, it was, it was a good time and good to be back, and, and now we're rolling, and I'm going to blink, and I'll be back in school, unfortunately. Whew. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, beer. How about that? Yeah. Anyway, we got a beer. You heard the cans
0: crack at the yeah. uh, beginning of the episode. Uh, this is a first for the podcast. Uh, we did an episode there, uh, but this is right down the street in uh, neighboring Parma, Ohio, you know, so I said neighboring. I do not live in Parma. I live in Parma Heights. In the Heights. Anyway, uh, this is uh, from Schnitzel Ale Brewery, Parma's first brewery, uh, the Snitch. Schnitz? Snitch. Get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> the Schnitz Classic Kolsch from uh, Schnitz Ale Brewery. Drink the classic, it's uh, quoted. 4.5%. This is as kolsch as kolsch gets. gets. Uh, it is says it's inspired in Stuttgart, Germany. Brewed and canned by Schnitz Ale Brewery, five seven two nine Pearl Road, Parma, Ohio. Keep cold, drink fresh. Prost! It says right there on the can. Cheers. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, it does have um, a rating and reviews on Untapped. <coughs> Just read a little blurb here. Crisp and refreshing, Schnitz Ale is a li- Schnitz classic. Is a light beer that gets its inspiration from Cologne, Germany. With a delicate balance of malt and hops, it has subtle fruity aroma and a clean, dry finish. Uh, This gets a 3.6 rating on Untapped, which is out of 5. And uh, that's 550 ratings. And um, just kind of reading through here a little bit. Mostly positive stuff. I know I'm enjoying it. Ryan, how about you? I am liking it. It it does hit exactly what it says.
1: It's got... uh not, not nearly as aggressive on, like, the banana, like, you know, you get yeah. out of some beers. But I feel, like, a little fruity for sure. But it, it's not overly sweet. It's not too yeah. over the top.
0: Uh, it's like a, it's like a now that you said the, the banana, it's like a, it almost tastes kind of like a light, like a Hefeweizen light.
1: Right. That's kind of like the, the vibe I was getting. I wouldn't immediately think Kolsch when I have this. But mm-hmm. it's really tasty because I don't usually like that super aggressive banana. Yeah. I'm not a big Hefeweizen guy. But this is really nice, and with hot days coming, this is one yeah. where you could throw several of these bad boys oh, yeah. down, especially knowing that it's only 4.5% you're not going oh, to be tanked because, yeah. again, there are some great beers out there that are crushable, but if they're anything north of 5%, it's like, cool, I don't want to have two and, yeah. and, and be sauced. Oh, I gotta, yeah, I <laughs> or, or do you? Or Well, I mean, if I'm not driving anywhere, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, no, this is this is really nice. Simple, clean, tasty, not over-the-top. And uh, crushable on a hot day, which we are going to have here coming up. So this is this is a good find. I haven't been since we went that last time. It's been really. I have not been since. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a year and a half. It's been a hot one. Uh, yeah, been a hot minute. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So we'll see. I uh, might have to get you out there uh, soon. I think yeah. I'm going to be reviving my AC Milan uh, mm. Cleveland club watch parties there. Uh, so look for that, especially at the beginning of the season.
1: Especially now uh, that they got. Uh, Captain oh America. yeah,
0: Captain America. Pulisic had an assist last night against Real Madrid, so in a uh, in a friendly, so uh, which Milan actually blew a two nothing lead at yeah. halftime. But we're not going to talk about that. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, at
2: least they played the game. Unlike Barcelona, who had a case of the
1: well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, did you hear about that? No, what happened with Barcelona? Uh, get, I don't know what the term was like. Gastroitis. They, like, they
2: had like some neurovirus that was causing.
0: <laughs> oh, the, the old bubblegum. Really. Oh yeah, the team, yeah. Eh? Basically, the entire team was on the was on the toilet, <laughs> oh, so no. they couldn't play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah, supposed yeah. to play Juve. There was yep. there were memes of Juventus's uh, 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 coach in the kitchen whipping up some, uh, some uh, some delicate. Uh, <laughs> the old uh,
1: collective Lamar Jackson move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they basically shit themselves,
0: so they did not play. But that's uh, a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sucks. That <laughs> really does. I feel I shouldn't laugh. That's was bad juju, but that's funny. So
0: those two teams, uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona from Spain, and then AC Milan and Juventus from Italy oh. are currently doing their uh, summer preseason tour in uh, Southern California. Um, so they're over here stateside. They're in L.A. Uh, I think –
2: uh LA San Diego and Vegas I think they were playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I in think those. uh
0: AC Milan and Juventus are playing at uh what used to be the Home Depot Center, the home of or no. No, they're playing at LFC LAFC Stadium. I I forget what it's called. I think tomorrow, I believe, mm-hmm. and then I think Saturday or Sunday they're playing Barcelona. Well, they're hoping to play Barcelona in uh Vegas at the at the Death Star. So. Nice. <laughs> anyway, uh back to the beer. Um I like the can too. It's such a classic German it is. I feel I, I feel like Schnitz is gonna is like this with all their beers. Um it's very uniform and maybe mm-hmm. just like they change up the colors a little bit. Um but it's a cool can. I like it a lot. Love um their logo. Yeah. It's,
1: it's again it's simple, but it's it's got like that historic
0: Yeah, and if you've ever been there, I mean Oh, such a good vibe. It's it's a cool it's a really cool place. Um they definitely spent the time and the money to build it out and uh it's a really cool vibe and cool people there um, great food uh european style food but they do have some some american style fare and uh yeah great beer so uh what do you rate it
1: i'm going to go 68 and Ooh. i would do it again i definitely would That's what she said Hey. Um, <laughs>
2: the Russian judge strikes again. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't even the best innuendo he's offered in the first five
1: minutes. It's not?
0: What was in the other one? No, there was
2: a good one about the bananas. Shout You'll have to listen Scrums. back later.
0: Oh, no. Oh,
2: I
1: missed it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even mean to. i that good. Oh, all or right. I'm that messed up in the head. That well, hey, if, it you're, in... if, you're, if you're,
0: you weren't paying attention, there's a reason for you to go back and listen, because I'm going to have to button. do it, too. Uh, I actually I, – I apparently like this a lot more than you do. I mean, I like it. Because uh, I'm going to go a full – a full numeral above you Ooh. I'm gonna go seven eight on this I really seven, like this eight. Big this balling. is really good yeah. um, again like we were talking about it's uh, maybe maybe this is a traditional tasting Kulsh, and I've just had col that aren't could be but this isn't a culture I've ever tasted that I've ever had similar mm-hmm. uh, before I don't know if that made any sense whatsoever. I follow. Uh, okay, it thank you, thank you, teacher. It track. I got. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am right now. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go seven eight. I would definitely get this again. Um, and uh, this might be the first thing I get on draft the next mm-hmm. time I go there. There you go. So good move. Bravo to Schnitz. And uh, yeah, if you're looking for somewhere new to go. And uh, you're in the Cleveland area. Head on over to Parma. It is right near the intersection of Pearl and Snow. Yes, Pearl and Snow. Um, so head on over there. Check it out uh, if you're looking for a meal or just a couple beers. It's a great place to watch soccer games if you're into yeah. soccer. And the food, food is And the food is, is great. super good, too. <clears throat> so that is the Schnitz Classic Kolsch by Schnitz Ale Brewery. Stephen, take it away.
2: All right. So today is Better Known Neighborhood. Last week, we were on the Lake Erie coast. We were actually in Putin bay on ah,
0: the Bass Island. Literally.
2: And we're staying along the lake uh, this week. In fact, we're going even further west along Lake Erie, almost to the western Terminus of Lake Erie, actually. Terminus, folks. Yes. There's a word. Um, That's your word of the day. So it's... We're going to Oregon. Not the state, ah. but the city of Oregon. ah, Which... Oregon is the first city you come to that is just east of Toledo, and you might be wondering why we're going to this place. I'll uh, <coughs> I'll get to it eventually. Here, the Oregon is a city of about twenty thousand people, uh, nineteen thousand nine hundred fifty per the twenty twenty census. It is mostly touristy and recreational on the north and northeast side of town. It's mostly industrial on the west and southwest, and then in between. You've got residential areas and a little commercial strip along State Route 2, which is also, uh, you might know that better as the shoreway around these Mm, parts. Indeed. Um, Goes all the way across the state, actually, going all the way out to Indiana, but it comes through Oregon and Toledo on the way by. And commercially, honestly, this is probably the most homogenous, chainy city I think I've ever seen. Like Chipotle, Culver's, and B-dubs are like the hot spots in town on State Route 2. I, I was looking for local businesses. I wouldn't find much of anything. You know. <laughs> it's just very odd, I guess. I mean, it's just... Maybe it's just the suburban vibe of the place. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, uh, you know, a lot of this is, again, along State Route 2 and just to the east of uh, Interstate 280, which is basically the Toledo bypass. If you're if you ever driven between Cleveland and uh, Detroit and you end up getting off the turnpike and take State Route 280 because uh, Interstate 280 which is basically just a little bypass around the east side of Toledo. This is literally where you're driving through. Uh, but the main reason that we're talking about this place is, as we've been talking about the various uh, great recreational spots throughout our state and our great state parks, uh, there is one on the north and east side of Oregon, and that is Maumee Bay State Park. Maumee Bay State Park is pretty outstanding. It is an area that used to be part of the Great Black Swamp, and... Um, Dan and I went to uh, college in Bowling Green, about maybe 20-odd miles to the south. That was also part of the Great Black Swamp. This area in northwest Ohio used to be <coughs> all swampy until about ni- around 1900 when the Army Corps of Engineers were actually brought in to basically deswampify the land and turn it into – and, and There's uh, the art culture.
0: festival up there in PG every year. Yes,
2: the Black Swamp Art Festival is named for this uh, tract of land, which covered most of uh, Sandusky – county S- seneca county wood county and lucas county and actually maybe a little bit to the west of there as well but uh in behind uh, behind it mommy's bay state park is right along the lake erie coast it has a nice inland lake actually just um that extends almost up to the coast and about a mile downward and that area that's where the main road is uh, pretty much all the way around you have campgrounds along the the south end of there and on the north end of there is where the main lodge is the lodge is beautiful. It's, I stayed at it once, it was like maybe 15 years ago, but I haven't been back since, but um, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, it's one of the only state parks that actually has, along with Salt Fork State Park, which is in Cambridge, that has a golf course on site. It is a fabulous course, a par 72, about 7,000 yards from the tips. It's a Scottish Lynx style course that basically runs out and back along Lake Erie and yeah
0: it's interesting it's
2: it's like one of those where like if you keep it in the fairway, you're in great shape. If you don't hit it accurately, you could be in fescue
0: grass or whatever. Interesting. Wow.
2: You know? I I don't know if they've like tuned it up to the point where there's
0: pop bunkers everywhere. Do I they mean, have I not. Do they have uh, UK style bunkers? I,
3: see,
2: that's what I'm thinking. Like, are there those like little tiny <laughs> pop bunkers just randomly in the fairways and stuff? Like, I, that would annoy the heck out of me if that. <laughs> was yeah. the case. Well, if it's in a
1: fairway, I'll never hit them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> <But it's> just, <laughs> I have no idea what a fairway looks like, so Hey-oh. it doesn't matter for me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so
2: this is a course I think i got to get out to play someday uh, just because the style is a lot different than what you would normally see in Ohio. Uh, you Again, you'd usually have to go to the U.K. to get this kind of – I mean, there's some, like, if you ever – like the U.S. Open was held at Whistling Straits a few years ago. That's in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's also a scottish Link style course.
3: How about Shinnecock?
2: I think that too, actually. <laughs> um, Shinnecock Hills, which is, you know, on Long Island, just uh, off of the Atlantic coast. Um, which is a guy from figure
0: <laughs> figure Shinnecock would be on Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of
2: four courses in the U.S. Open rotation in the greater New York, New Jersey area. Ball straw, winged foot, and um, uh, my personal
0: favorite, Beth Page. All right, now he's just showing off.
2: <laughs> but uh, anyway, at Mommy Bay, there's so much more you can do besides golf. There's, there's a seven-lane archery range. There is a 57-acre inland lake for boating, plus you can take your boat out on the lake, obviously. The Mommy Bay... Launch uh, Mommy Bay Launch Pad and Lodge Marina is uh, fully managed by the ODNR and has can accommodate boats up to 15 feet in width <coughs> and 50 feet in length. You know, basically anything from your you know small canoes to you know s- some medium sized catamarans. Uh, fishing is huge in this part of Ohio and, and this part of Lake Erie. There's been some issues with, like, algae blooms in the summer. The lake water is not as deep here as it is near Cleveland and further east. Um, but, yeah, that sometimes causes an issue. But if that's not the case, you've got great catches of walleye, channel catfish, freshwater drums, smallmouth bass, and yellow perch delight anglers. Hmm. Um, some And the restaurant on site there, literally they catch the fish and they literally just cook it up in the restaurant that day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a fabulous thing um you've got a whole bunch of other stuff you have got storybook trails you've got uh, lots of hiking trails in the area in fact one of the hiking the longest one which is called the mouse trail which is about 2.5 miles in length if it is actually cold and snowy enough it morphs into a cross-country skiing trail in the winter Mm, Uh, we've been struggling to even get snow in recent years it seems in the winter time but uh when when we have gotten snow it's usually coming in buckets has been the recent trend so um, if you happen to be up in this area just around one of those big snowstorms you might actually get lucky with that i actually went cross-country skiing for the first time when i was in minneapolis in 2019 that was actually pretty neat so um i mean that and then of course there's swimming and sunbathing on the two sand beaches on the lake erie shore and also um, they made a little man-made beach along the inland lake as well Uh, There are restrooms and outdoor showers there and pretty much everything that you need to just enjoy the day and have a great time and kick back. So uh, that's Oregon. That's Mommy Bay State Park. And you can wham that with the right hand.
0: All right. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Good fishing up there, huh? Yeah. Nice.
1: It's just up in Port Clinton, and I'm immediately... Flashing back to some Perch tacos that I had when you mentioned all the fishing oh, up there. Oh, Port Clinton's not far from there, just no. to the east. Yeah. Pretty
2: much right in between South Bass we Island. We just stopped short Mar-Bee. of it, yeah.
1: Perch yeah. is so good. I love Yeah, Perch not and perch. Walleye fishing up there are just <coughs> off the charts, and it's so good. Like you said, there's little we found a little restaurant, same deal. They go out, they catch a bunch that morning, and you're eating it by that afternoon. So, oh, man, that's good. Now, Farm to tacos. table.
0: Yeah. It is Tuesday. Taco Tuesday.
1: Tuesday.
0: All right, awesome. Uh, that is better known neighborhood. Moving right along. Um, let's quickly. Let's. I don't want to spend too much time because it's really starting to get frustrating. Uh, let's <laughs> do so the week that was the Guardians. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm now convinced that they're going to finish the season like 80 and 82. Yeah, that feels I mean, right. they do a three game stretch where you know they win three in a row. They really make you feel good. They're back within a game, half a game of the division lead, and then they uh, just throw up a game against uh, the Phillies on Sunday and then uh, just look lifeless last night against the friggin' Royals at home. That is very frustrating. Should have swept the Phillies, and there's no reason why they should be losing any games to the Royals right now. Correct.
2: The last game they played in Kansas City, the Royals, they had a lead in the ninth inning, and they blew it. Yeah, so I mean that's, is, been th- that's been the that's been the theme is, of the season. This our bullpen get, this has is been is getting annoying.
0: Our bullpen has been annoying. That literally that's the, that's the word for the bullpen. They've been annoying. And now Bieber has now been transferred to the 60-day DL. He's not going to come back before September. Um so you can officially uh throw out the argument we had last week about uh us trading Shane Bieber. That's not happening.
1: Do you think anybody's crazy enough to trade for him? on the on the DL nobody's
0: willing to make that move not a chance not now not a chance I didn't even I didn't even think before yeah I yeah
1: Um, depends on how desperate somebody is
0: yeah um so best case scenario is you get him back he's able to help you for the last couple weeks of the regular season maybe you squeak into the playoffs but I mean yeah I guess we'll we'll find out
1: you just kind of hinted to it right there (laughs) depending on how the next couple weeks go by the time he's healthy, it very well may be a pointless endeavor to even bother bringing him back. Might as well just yeah. sit him down. And honestly,
0: and- for me, it, it even with how bad our division is, it would be a minor miracle for the Guardians to win the division with uh, essentially no Trevor, Mc- uh, Trevor, no Tristan McKenzie, and very little Shane Beaver this season.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you're missing two of your top pitchers for pretty much the whole year. That yeah. I mean, that's usually a non-starter for a team. Right. Most
0: teams, but for whatever reason, the Guardians just know how to develop pitching and look at and look at we've done again this year: Bybee, uh, Logan Allen, Gavin Williams, uh, these guys that just come up from from the minors and just we find and develop are wheeling and dealing. Yeah, you would not believe it. It, may, it makes it so. Uh, you know, if he was healthy, trading trading Shane Bieber while still trying to ma- to win the division, actually made a little bit of sense. It because would not you have been wanna, as crazy as it sounds. Right. You want to maximize your value in Shane Beaver, but still because you play in a crap division and you have this now decade-long reputation of being able to bring up pitching and have them contribute right away. Um, just, yeah. You, you it,
1: know what kills me is just imagining, like, those teams from the mid to late 90s with oh, that God. had, like, we would have been third or fourth in the rotation. <laughs> Like, imagine if, if any one of those mid-to-late 90s teams had even a semblance oh, of the pitching we would we have
0: won. We would have won three World
1: Series in that, that uh, era. Oh, it hurts. I'm doing all kinds of whatabouts, I, I know. W- I would man. say
3: that
2: once you get to 97 beyond, that's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I thought the 95 team actually had a damn good rotation with Dennis Martinez, Charlie Nagy, and Oral Hershiser.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: but Hershiser and Martinez were at the end of their rope. And I love Nagy, but
1: he – I mean – well, no, I mean Nagy was pretty legit. He never threw heat. He just was he just was no. a wizard with he knew but how like, to place like the ball. But like for
0: instance, not even pitchers of like t- uh, not even like Guardian pitchers of today. Like think about like 4 or 5 years ago. Throw prime Kluber on that. Oh, or 95 even, rotation. You go
1: back to CC or Cliff Lee. Yeah. Any one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: take your pick with Cy Young winners. I mean, there's three right there. Yeah. Beaver won a – the Indians have had uh, – a Guardians, excuse me. Well, Indians slash Guardians. Yeah, it was both. Yes. Since 2007, <laughs> that's 15 years. We've had four different pitchers win the Cy Young. Kluber did it multiple times, I believe. Yes. Yeah. I mean, some teams don't have that yeah.
1: many in their history. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: We've done it in the last decade and a half. So Picking yeah. on the Diamondbacks and the Rays. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> But it's cra- uh, and it but yeah. it's crazy. You think about that and you talk about that and we still in that 15-year stretch, we went to the World Series one time. Yeah. With that with that amount of pitching. And we blew it in that World Series we went to. Oh
1: god. That still hurts.
0: <sighs> oh well. Well, anyway. Anyway.
2: <laughs> well, more pressing to the point, um, the Guardians have actually, despite the fact that they're in this win-one, lose-one, or win-three, lose-three mode, as Dan says, yeah. they've actually fallen four games out of the lead now. because Minnesota's Minnesota, only lost once or twice. Minnesota's since the... gone gone on a win streak here. They've won their last four games in a yeah. row. They swept the White Sox over the weekend and opened their series against Seattle. And they, what They actually played in Seattle before they played Chicago. They split that series 2-2. Two to two. They won the first game against Seattle and Minneapolis yesterday. So... They're on an upward trajectory all of a sudden. I, I'm not sure I buy that this is going to be for the long haul, but once you, you know, four games down, no big deal. Once you start going past five, like, you know, six, seven, eight, then you're starting to get in trouble. Yeah. So this definitely bears watching as well.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. It's, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're entering a dangerous period. Um, because while there's still 60-some games left in the season, they're not good enough to overcome a deficit, like you said, getting to 5-6 or, you know, they get down seven games, it's it's over. Yeah,
2: they've shown it, that they're just not. Like, if they were sweeping teams like Pittsburgh and Kansas City, like they just played Pittsburgh, but like you yeah. like said. Or if they didn't blow when, that when game we, on Sunday against when, Philly. Yeah, like when – see, they had two te- – you know, we said on podcast last week – The third game against Pittsburgh was going to be a huge game. They pounded Pittsburgh the first two games of that series, like 11-0 and 10-1 or something crazy like that. I said if they came out and won the third game, it would be a show that they've shown a little bit of maturity and we're getting away from these big ups, big downs, and sure enough, they lose the third game in Pittsburgh. Same thing with the Phillies. Now, the first two games with the Phillies, I believe, were one-run games. Mm -hmm, So they were nip and tuck. But, like, same thing. Could you finish off a series and get a sweep? No, they couldn't do that. And then... I, I it would I'd Kansas be interesting to look. No
0: I'd be interesting to look back and see how many if if, I'm sure we have at least one. But if and how many sweeps we actually have this year? Not many. It's I don't think not it could be many. more than two. Yeah, we used to last few years. We we used to have a guaranteed like four or five against the Tigers alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It was that one year we went eighteen and 18 one and against one. the Tigers. We dropped one against the Tigers all year. I remember that That's was a great. Year. That was fun. Yeah. So, um yeah, I don't I yeah, it's it's teetering.
2: One thing it interesting to point out about Minnesota, their last 3 wins, the last 2 against Chicago and the last one against Seattle, all one-run games. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that's just their lucks just bouncing on their side right well, now or That's yeah, I mean that's or if they're, they're you know, finding just a way to grind through and find a way to win. But uh well,
0: I'll tell you what, it's you not know, bouncing see. on our end because I I lost a, a a nerfy bet with the Guardians the other day because oh, yeah. because Xavier Curry freaking balked in a run in the first inning. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. love a good balk. I don't. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, who do we play after the royal the royals? After, Kansas City
2: screen here. Hold on one second. Uh after Kansas City, the the Guardians go to Chicago for four. The White Thir- Sox. Thursday, yes, Thursday through Sunday. Sure, we'll figure out a way to split that. Then they yeah. got to <laughs> then they got to go to Houston
0: for 3. Oy. Oh, boy. God, Bring oh, your trash cans.
2: <laughs> after that, they come home for three more against the White Sox and then three no, four against the Blue Jays. All
0: right. Well, so care.
2: Not a crazy hard stretch coming up, but I mean, at Houston it will be very difficult. And honestly, if they, as long as they don't get swept, I would be okay with Just that. Just try to take one. Yeah, I but, mean, Houston's uh...
0: not Houston's not the Houston of the last five years this year. They're not that great. They're only about 10 games. They're above 500. not,
2: but they are defending champion. They're 57 and 44. So, yeah, they're yeah. not having the greatest of years, but yeah. they're still a team not to be trifled with. Oh, yeah.
0: No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're not like just on a 105 just, win pace yeah, like they used to Just usually don't get swept. That's the deal. Uh, That's just, just don't yeah. get swept there. Take her business against like I,
2: Chicago. Take one. Like, I'm more annoyed with us losing even one against Kansas City. It's yeah. 29 and 73. Like, come on. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really annoyed that we didn't sweep the Phillies. We were winning four nothing at one point on on uh, on Sunday. We After lost you'd the game. After you won
2: the previous two games, like
0: four yeah. nothing, we lost the game eight to five. I think. I mean,
2: even though the Phillies are 53 and 47, they're not, and they were in, what I think.
0: Phillies in the World Series good. last year. They like, were they, like but.
2: they're they're not a schmuck, but yeah, you had them down on the mat. You need to finish that.
0: Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that pretty much does it for uh, the Guardians. The week that was here this week. Um, yeah, they need to uh, They need to get hot.
2: Seems like the urgency has ratcheted up a little more with how Minnesota played in the last week. Yeah. Like, up to this point, we were like,
0: yeah, we're fine. As
2: long as you finish over 500, we'll probably win the division. This week was a not-so-fast, possibly. Pretty
0: much, that. yeah. yeah. And we'll see what they do with the training deadline. Training deadline is a week Monday. from yesterday. So when we're on the podcast next week, we'll have a better idea of what the team's going to look like the rest of the way. We're going so. to do nothing. Probably. At this, this point, probably.
1: Fat zilch.
0: Jack squat. <laughs> yeah. You're
1: probably right. I do this to me every year. I'm like, oh, we should eat one more bat, get <laughs> hot, get it. it'll be
0: great. Everything will be fine. The funny thing is is bat and a bullpen I, arm. Yeah. I mean, well this year it's <laughs> they says need every a every team ever. This yeah, true. <laughs> this year this year I think they, they more so need a starter than they do a bat. To be honest with you, yeah. At yeah. this point, they do because all the I mean, injuries we've had in the starting Josh pitching. Josh
1: Naylor can't keep this up the whole rest of the go though. Did you just call him
0: Naylor. Naylor? I don't know. I had a bubble in my Naylor. <laughs> Naylor. Another Nyler. thing that's another thing that's bothering me is they finally brought up Bo Naylor, uh-huh. his little brother, and they like don't play him. No, like he plays like once out of every three games. Like why? If you're gonna bring a kid up. Play him every day. Yeah, I don't know what you're waiting for. That is
2: dumb. Why would they? Why wouldn't you just keep him in AAA or Double A or whatever? Tito's made some
0: weird decisions this year. I love, you
1: know, I love Tito, and I'm I'm in. I will always be in his quarter. hundred uh, percent. But there are yeah, you, you need a kid like that to keep his. You got to get him cuts. You got to get him at bats. You have to. You have to get him. Well, it's like with uh,
0: Gabriel Arias too. I mean, he barely yeah. plays, and yeah. I don't understand why you don't send him down just to so, get consistent at bats. Oscar Gonzalez, even though he started the year in, in the bigs and got sent down, he's tearing the cover off the ball in Triple A. Yeah, uh, you know, and we have Miles Straw in the outfield who hasn't hit a home run in a year and a half. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> Miles Straw's last home run in the bigs, and mind you, since then, he's been an everyday player in the majors, mostly for the Guardians. His last home run was like September of 2021. Wow. He didn't hit a single home run last year. He hasn't hit a single home run this year. Less than like idea. hilarious. <laughs> like like you can you can excuse me swing your way into a home run as a major league baseball uh player.
2: If you're Francisco Lindor, you
0: don't even need to put it over the wall.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> Guys like three or four career inside the park home runs.
0: Right. Ah, it's crazy. They it won the WBC this year. It is absolutely crazy. But uh, but yeah, anyway. So uh, we'll see what happens at the deadline. Like Ryan said, <laughs> probably nothing. Nothing. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah boy. Yeah boy.
2: Does it annoy you at all that the Reds have a better record than the Guardians? No. Or does it not matter?
0: No, it really doesn't matter i'm ex- I,
1: yeah i've never been a reds fan i will say this i'm ex- i'm happy for them that they, they see they have brought
0: up some of their young wasn't kids there wasn't there, a Re- wasn't there a reds thing that we had on the podcast a couple years ago something about the reds i can't remember Like rooting for the reds or something i feel
1: vaguely yeah like i don't hate them yeah. I'm, like, passively like
0: – I don't really – I I don't hate them either. They're
2: in the opposite league, so you, – I've never – That's, that's ra- another – If they were in our ra- – If they were in
0: our ra- – Like, listen, like, <laughs> Cincinnati, the Bengals, They're if, if they were in the NFC, I probably wouldn't care as much. That's, they're in the AFC North. I hate them. Yeah. Like, not will, on the levels Baltimore, Or although I will say they're getting very annoying, and their fans are getting really annoying. Yeah.
1: But, I, still, I still don't hate the Ravens – or, excuse me, I still don't hate the Bengals like I hate the Ravens or Steelers. True. But – it's not to that level. I know what you mean, where they're gaining traction. Yeah, but no, with the at least with the Reds, though, like they're playing that Ellie De La Cruz and that other yeah. kid. The, oh. um, the other one, they just, they just brought another kid up. It's like they're bringing their kids up and they're playing them, and they're that they have just been lights out. I mean, this De La is, Cruz this,
0: is so much fun. I mean, in he, the, in the in that one sequence, he stole second, third, and then stole home. And then yeah, and then like and, great that stuff you see in the Sandlot.
1: Yeah, and I love you know uh, the opposing manager. This is this is old news now, but. Some a manager uh, checked his bat because they was they had the umpires check his back because they were you know concerned about it, and then he just destroys a baseball and yeah. he pimps the hell out of the. the well, home what's run the try. what's the? You remember when they did that to yeah, Albert Bell back yes, in the day, and he just yeah
0: yeah pointed at the, at the bicep yeah just flagged, yeah he's like
1: that's why the ball I, goes I, out. I love that, and so he, baseball needs kids players of all ages. Frankly, like De La Cruz, like you have to have that excitement. I'm fine with a little bit of showboating. I'm fine a little back and forth, John. I say what you want about you know uh, former Indian slash Garden Trevor Bauer and some of his off the off the field stuff. He was exciting and spicy. He would talk his yeah. talk. He would
0: he, you know he would sw- always he'd yeah. do the
1: whole sheath the sword thing, right? And,
0: you know, knocking. Yeah, he would he would get fired up when he uh, the his, my all time favorite one with Trevor Bauer. And again, like you said, not a fan of the guy, but. Yeah. The stuff he did on the field was was pretty cool. It was the one where he, it, I think it was against the White Sox? He struck the two out from the White Sox. He pointed at him and then pointed at the bench. Yeah, it just like you go yeah. sit down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so take a, great. Take a seat, Bob. Yeah, like, so great. You need stuff like that. But like, he also was like, uh, he was asked. Uh, I think some, I can't remember who it was. Somebody pimped a home run when they hit it off him and they asked him after the game, Hey, what do you think? He's like, Great. I think it's great for the game. Yes. He's like, When I strike somebody out, I'm going to fist pump. I'm going to yell. I'm oh. probably going to talk trash. Like, that's yeah. that's just what it is. Yeah. You know? if, you, if you don't want somebody to pimp a home run off you, throw, do better. Don't throw them. Yeah.
2: Meatballs. Don't let him hit a home run yeah. off.
0: Yeah. 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 Right. It's, uh, yeah. Say what you want about the guy. It's like the whole thing in, the, in football where uh, you're losing like 48 to nothing and, and, <laughs> You know the team that's winning is still trying to score. They're like, stop us, stop us, right? Yeah. Like, do better. <laughs> right. So yeah, um, yeah. All right. Well, that's a week that was with the Guardians. Uh, we're not going to do. Uh, we're not going to do any Cavs talk today. But uh, real quick, I did just want to mm. uh, send well wishes uh, to the James family. Uh, Bronny James suffered cardiac arrest uh, yesterday morning. Um, during practice for USC, uh, collapsed and apparently his heart stopped. Uh, had a heart attack. He's eighteen. He's an eighteen-year-old kid. Um, thankfully, he was, you know, rushed to the hospital. Was quickly. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Resuscitated. No, oh. he was quickly. Uh, like revived? Or no, 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 no. He was in ICU, and oh, he's now no longer in ICU. Correct.
1: He's, he's in stable condition. Now. So that yeah. was
0: quick. Like he, he wasn't in ICU very long. So <clears throat> thankful, obviously, to the, the trainers and the medical personnel at USC were able to get there, I'm assuming, because he's already out of ICU. I'm assuming they attended to him very quickly and were able to uh, resuscitate and revive him, whatever. Um, we still don't know all the details. But uh, he's in stable condition, thankfully. So, um, yeah, thoughts and prayers to the uh, the James family, to Bronny, LeBron, Savannah, Bryce, and uh, his daughter's name is no. Zuri. Yeah, I think Zuri. Yeah. yeah. So the entire James family, for sure. So he's still. I mean, even 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 Bronny James, he's like one of our own. I mean, he was born, he was raised here. And obviously, yeah. they moved. You know, five years, whatever. They moved out to uh, L.A. But. Um yeah so um thankful that he's okay and uh you know obviously basketball at this point is a um is not of a concern but you know hopefully you know he was a kid with a very promising future so hopefully he's able to get back get back to play. So just scary stuff man you think about 18 year old kid just drop essentially essentially dropping dead. I mean he yeah. cardiac arrest means your heart stops you were dead. That's
2: just it's crazy. It, may, it makes no sense for an 18-year-old to be having to an 18-year-old. So, yeah, you know.
0: I've, I've seen some things. Mm. Apparently,
1: it's one of, the, like, the leading – it's either the leading or one of the leading causes of teenage death, apparently.
0: Yeah, I saw that there's uh, – uh, I think I saw on Fox 8 they had somebody, I think maybe from the Cleveland Clinic on, they said that there's – about 2,000 cases of this a year Which in kids 18 wild. and under, yeah. Which
1: I knew it. I mean, every year you hear about some god-awful
0: sure. tragedy of, like, a Most a of the time, it's, like, football and, like, like heat is, yeah. like, a right. contributing factor. Right. Like, heat stroke or whatever. Yep. But, uh. Oh,
1: man. I mean, I had a kid, so, a couple years ago. My It was my first year uh, coaching football. And I had a, I had some kids run up and say, coach, uh, so-and-so is down on the field. This is after practice is wrapped. <laughs> and i thought they were just being smart asses like it's not funny don't joke about that and i turn like they're like no seriously look and i look over and the kid's down and of course i'm like three weeks into coaching and a couple of other coaches had gone off to do something else they had like a meeting or something and uh yeah it was heat stroke right there on the field luckily not heart related and luckily the kid made a a fine recovery (laughs) but yeah i remember just just the sheer panic of just seeing that kid down on the ground i'm like oh my god like yeah. it is it is it is alarming to to be around. So and in that moment you realize how like I'm thankful now that I've gone through some more trainings that I I know the protocol and all that but sure. much, much better. But thank God that somebody was there to step in when they did, how they did. Um, you know, we saw, you know, in the football world just recently with Demar Hamlin and the Bills. Yeah. And how quickly folks intervene. Now I know again, different different situations. Sure. But um yeah, it's just the, the speed at which you need to intervene to, to have positive outcomes is, yeah. is is crazy. And so thank God I mean, people I, were
0: able to be there for him. I think it needs to be, and I don't know, it may, maybe it is at this point. Uh, maybe the DeMar Hamlin situation changed everything. But having the right equipment on the sidelines, on the field, I don't even know what those are called, IEDs or the, whatever those are called. Yeah, the defibrillator uh, yeah, and the whatever AED. it's called, yeah. AED. Um, you know, every field, every court, every, you know, should have something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, because you and know, person, it seems, and, and people who know how to use them sure. effectively. Because I mean, it, for whatever reason, it seems like this stuff is happening more and more at a high rate, and yeah. you know, whatever contributing factor that is. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so glad he's okay. Yeah, scary stuff. Um, but thank God. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy.
2: Um, when you bring up the Bills' training staff, they were presented the Pat Tillman Award at this year's yeah.
0: Awards. Yeah, Demar yeah, Hamlin I, DeMar actually Hamlin. presented them the award. Yeah, it was that was a great moment. That mm-hmm. was yeah, that was a very emotional situation.
1: Yeah. That was really cool to see. Uh, so, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah. but yeah, like you said, thoughts and prayers to the James family, man. Yeah, hang in for there. Sure. Uh,
0: okay, so uh, let's talk some football. We are training camp has arrived. The Browns obviously start have. St- The Browns and the Jets started training camp a week before anybody else because they are playing the Hall of Fame game, which is, I think, is next Thursday. Next Thursday. Jeez. That feels too soon. Football (laughs) is here, folks. I mean,
1: I'm not mad about that, but it feels so soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, football is here, man. And the Browns are in Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, at the Greenbrier Resort um, doing training camp for a week out there, I think eight days, um, getting ready for the Hall of Fame game. It's insane to think about the logistical nightmare it is to do that, by the way. Mm-hmm. The Browns literally packed up Berea and took it to West Virginia.
1: Uh, is there a reason for that? I meant to so, ask. Uh-huh. So st-
0: uh Stefanski said that uh they wanted he wanted the team to get away for a week. Fair. It I makes guess. me it, it makes me think of uh remember the Titans. R- yep. Yeah. Yep. Remember the <laughs> Titans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right guys, we're going to take a little stroll through the woods. He wakes everybody up at three in the morning. Yep. Run through the rain. Three in the day woods. practices. Yeah, over at yeah. Gettysburg. Yeah. So hey, maybe maybe on uh, maybe on the Hall of Fame game we're gonna see the Browns do that dance do and they the, come out uh, of the locker room.
1: Yeah. Hey, what, what, win win games. <laughs> you can do whatever damn dance you want. Just yeah. Win. Just win. But it's
0: just it's absolutely insane. All the that's not a yeah that's a resort and NFL teams have stayed there before. So this isn't the first time this has happened. In fact, Deshaun Watson uh, went there one year with the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think about the the unsung heroes of that is the uh, the operations team with the Browns and the all equipment the, staff. All the
1: equipment staff, yeah.
0: The stuff that they bring you think you think about what you need for an NFL practice and taking care of players physically. The Browns brought. I bet they filled up a couple semis worth of, of equipment yeah, and brought it for there for sure.
1: Well, think about it, what the roster right now is. It ninety ninety, plus, 90 yeah. something, yeah. So it's like, yep. not only is the team nearly double what it usually is when you travel, because I mean traveling for for games well, is, is no small feat either. Maybe eighty nine because uh, of old Perion Winfrey. free. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> hey Perion, good luck, man. Yeah. I, I, I hope he. Oof, yeah, okay, yeah. Goodbye. That was that was for sure the Sorry last straw Yeah, no, I mean. You cannot say that the Browns didn't give that guy chances. No, they, they hung on to him, frankly, longer and, and, than most probably and only thought they in should. In a year, he was drafted last year, and he was a risk. Like people yeah. knew he was risky when you drafted him, yeah. and goes to show that you know if you can back it up, you can get away with some shenanigans, but not
0: for that yeah. long. So it's just crazy. You know what's interesting? And I don't know if it's because they're they're doing training camp right now out there, or maybe it's because I'm getting old. Like I I used to be, I used to count down the, the first day of training camp. Yeah, I would follow every second, everything that's posted on social media. This year, I'm just like, when's week one? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm kind of – I think
1: for so long, it's just we we cling for any scrap or shred of like excitement or good yeah. news or whatever. So, it's, at this point, I think I'm just – yeah, I'm getting old and I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired. And I would I think, really like to win football games.
0: Right, and I think that might be some of it too. Like, in the last half decade, I would say probably – was three out of the last five years the Browns have had like big-time expectations and have completely flopped on those expectations. So it's like I'm done getting excited for the team in training camp because I know more than likely getting excited about it is just going to lead to heartache. And I know, I know, I know, I know myself. I'm sure Steve is rolling his eyes right now
3: (laughs) without showing
0: it. You know I'm saying this and you know I'm going to pick them to win 12 games and win the division. You just know <laughs> I'm going to. Yep. I mean we could play the scheduled game right now I guarantee you they're going to because because I in fact have a bone to pick with this record graphic that Ryan sent me earlier. Yeah, today. I saw this and I was In fact, like, Ooh, "I gotta this send is- this to you." Yeah,
1: this is fun because I saw this on Twitter earlier.
2: Well, how you two are doing show prep and not including
1: Yeah, that's I, my. That's totally my fault. No, that's not yeah, Ryan's fault. That's I, totally me. I did. My bad. Yeah, I saw it was courtesy of uh, USA Today Sports. Somebody uh, tweeted it. And I, I, I looked. Well, there you go. You're now included. A quick glance at the AFC <laughs> North, and I was that. like, "Ooh, Dan ain't gonna like this." So I was immediately, I had to send it to him because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. it backs up a little bit about what I said. Yeah. Um, actually, I think to the T what I said. Uh, we didn't go to through the T. Does we it did. dot the i? It, you know, indeed, ah. it does. Right. Uh, I, we didn't do records per se last time I was on, but last time we talked, I, I predicted Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns in that order. <laughs> That is, according to USA Today,
0: uh, how the AFC North will go. Yeah. So... So and I, and I, and, I te- and I texted to you, and I'll say this to you right now because you've now seen the graphic. If the Browns go ten and seven and finish last in the division, I'm climbing the new Sherman Williams headquarters downtown and jumping off it. So yeah,
1: the Bengals are are slated for twelve and five. Ravens and Steelers are slated for eleven and six, and they're giving the Ravens the play, the wild card nod. Uh, the only the, the only, eleven only, and six Steelers could miss. So the I was playoffs. gonna bring up
0: the only piece of solace I can I can have <laughs> is the fact that Steelers fans will have more heartache than the Browns will because. They will have won eleven games and not make the playoffs. If
1: you can win eleven games with Kenny Pickett, I will be I will be yeah. impressed. I, I like Mike Tomlin is already legitimately on a track for like a Hall of Fame career, much to my chagrin. But if he can win eleven, disagree. Well, <laughs> if he can win eleven games with uh, with our boy uh, uh, Kenny Smallhands, then I would be absolutely shocked. But so now now I've stalled hopefully a few minutes here, Steve. Now that you've taken a look at this. Uh, anything AFC North related will start there. Anything jump out to you? Well, I'll go a little more broadly than that. At
2: first, sure. it looks like this guy Warren Sharp, who posted this prediction. Basically, he thinks the AFC is good and the NFC is bad. Yes, he only has one team in the NFC winning twelve games or more. That's the Eagles at twelve and five. Correct. He's got the Forty ers and interestingly enough, the Lions at eleven and six. That Compared would be wild. That, you compare that with the AFC. You have eleven teams with winning records, and ten of them winning at least ten games. That well, is crazy.
1: I mean, they have th- he, this is, and again, I don't know if Warren did this or if he just saw this and shared it. But whoever did this has the AFC uh, East with three playoff teams, like the thirteen and four Bills, the twelve and five Jets, and the eleven and six Dolphins. I'm not even convinced Tua makes it through a full season. So how they win eleven games is beyond me. Well, that Actually, that that's, I think
2: the Jets is even more egregious. That's
0: my oh, that no. that's my argument with the Ravens and Lamar. I mean, how, fair, fair.
2: How in the world could anybody have the Jets winning twelve games? I don't know. That is that, that feels unreal. unreal.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I, my biggest gripe, like not gripe, my biggest like disagreement with this whole thing is if the Steelers see, yeah, I don't think the AFC East to get all three. Get 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 three teams in. I, I really don't. I mean What it does show
2: is how strong we they consider the AFC East and the AFC North to be. Correct. Where you have literally only one team out of those eight under five hundred, and that's the Patriots. And they got them seven and ten. So it's not like they're you know, I bottom think that's of the a league. Yeah, I yeah. think that's so, about right for New England. So, I, I do too. Like, but yeah, it is pretty funny. It, the Steelers winning eleven games and not making the playoffs is almost incomprehensible. That is there's only
0: been one team.
2: In my lifetime, that has won 11 <coughs> games, not made the postseason. That was New England in 2007, Yeah, which now that well, was, and, that was and, hilarious. Was, Brady.
1: And we were close. The one year when we won 10 didn't make it. Yep, that, that was, was 07. Super in fun. both
2: cases, New England – and Actually, I don't know if that was that same year. No. Because the year New England won 11 games and then the Browns winning 10 games, in both cases those teams would have been the seventh seed mm-hmm. and would have gotten in under the current format. Correct. So, uh,
0: Has there but, ever yeah. been a team to finish with – three three games over 500 to finish last in their division oh that couldn't have ever happened before. not
2: not in my lifetime well they've had to be 10 and six. I so, yeah like, what that, I what, even
0: even 9 and I, I, I had a hard time believing 9 and is last in the division
2: you've had some teams finish sub 500 and make the postseason with
1: as well a that's true that, so yeah. I know I we've seen it's that Not
2: impossible for a team to finish 9-7 be last but it's that's so. What I can't remember anything. What
1: this is telling me about the AFC North, at least in their estimation, is that we're all going to beat on, uh, beat up on each other pretty equitably, and then roll through the rest of the rest league. of yeah, our, they, our respective yeah, schedules. Yeah,
0: they they expect they expect the AFC North to essentially dominate the NFL this year.
1: Which, you know, I love the idea of that. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> I well, I mean, I. So okay, this is this is a weird thing that I think lives in my brain as a result of college football and mm-hmm. i know that it's dumb but it is
0: how i yeah, feel like strength of schedule i want like the
1: big 10 to do well i want like, i'm an ohio state football fan and uh, I want okay the, but, but i want big 10 player i want is it, uh, if, if, if where's mi- this going where are you if, going with this if michigan sucks beating them doesn't do us any favors okay if nebraska sucks it doesn't help if R- Rutgers is a joke and sec fans look at us beating up on Rutgers and say congrats good good who cares now yeah, it's it's apples and oranges because style points matter in college, right? And it has nothing to do with it in the NFL. Right, but like it's like a it's like a carryover effect from like my college football brain. Where yes, I want okay, I want the AFC North to compete well. I just hope that the Browns are the team that but come on top of it.
0: Well, what if it's a situation? So are you like take the Big Ten for example? Are you that all the way through? So were you rooting for Michigan to win the national championship last year? Uh. Semifinals. No, they didn't make the national
2: championship.
0: What? Michigan didn't well, make the national championship. I know, but they no, were I in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, you lost in semifinal. So
2: my my contention. Did he root for them over TCU? Is the question. I. Uh, did
0: you? Yeah. No, God no! Please nah. don't do that. Don't lie to yourself. Yes and no. No no, <laughs> no, no. no, no, I want the Big Ten to look good. I don't want Michigan to win a. Nagy. By the way, by the way, love that that scumbag Jim Harbaugh got suspended for four games today. Day, recruiting really? violations. I yeah. hadn't heard that. <laughs> he lied to the NCAA about, uh, That's news about to me. possible recruiting violations, and supposedly uh, he's <laughs> going to be suspended for four games, which means he will not be coaching when the Fighting Falcons of Bowling Green go to the big house oh, in week we three go. of the uh, NCAA <laughs> season, which means we'll probably lose by 30 instead of 40. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was, you
2: never know, man. I was going to say to your point about the Big Ten earlier, Ryan, is very similar to how I feel about the MAC. I pretty much support any Mac school going against anyone else out of conference. Right. Yeah, that means anybody. The last time Toledo played Ohio State, I was rooting for Toledo. Wow. You're wow. A, you're a douche. Wow. That's
1: wild. You're just a straight up douche. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm listen, not I'm not gonna enough. pretend
0: like I was rolling. But he through. does this yeah. he does this with the AFC North too, but ugh,
2: not to that extent.
0: Oh, uh, you so would, like, you would root for the Steelers over the Patriots. If it's
2: the Patriots, maybe because I absolutely hate the Patriots. Yeah, yeah but you I, should absolutely that's, hate that's the Steelers the, and the Ravens the more. Only, that is the only team outside the North in the AFC
0: that Oh, groups. please, they suck now. If the Steelers are playing the Patriots today, knowing that the Patriots are probably going to go something like seven and ten, you would still root for the Steelers. Steelers stink too. I mean, what the Steelers <laughs> haven't finished below five hundred in if, twenty-five years. Back so what, to my Tomlin
1: point. Oh, okay. I'm not I'm not no, putting no, mediocrity I, no, in the no, hall of fame. No, I know, I was just being a smart, yeah. smart ass. No, I know. <laughs> I mean listen, okay. And Tomlin's was,
0: gotten to two Super Bowls. He's won one, although yeah. they were with Bill Cower's players. Uh fair. Nah, well not really. Kind
2: but,
3: of.
0: Well, it like they won blend. the Super Bowl in like his third year, right? Oh eight against There's the some carry Car- over there. Did
2: Cower did did Cower retire the year they won Super Bowl forty? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, six was his last so, year. So so it was Super Bowl forty three. Okay, so that was three years later. Yeah. Um, so kind of but not. And really. the
0: whole the whole his players thing is more of a college thing rather than, That's true. than an NFL. Um but yeah, I no, I mm. are you like that in the NFL too? You better not be. With what exactly? So, like, if the Browns don't make the playoffs and like the Bengals are in the playoffs, are you rooting no, for the Bengals? No, okay. what,
1: yeah, in the NFL at that point, I want you, you to do that. I want you to suck an egg and get out. Let, let's oh, just, like, and like, just like, <laughs> for
2: the record, I'm never rooting for the Ravens for over anybody.
1: No, thank I, you. I, worth, they are
2: the worst of the worst. Thank you. The Ravens, I,
1: I hate the Ravens the most of all. The Ratbirds. Yeah, I, I hate them even more than the Steelers. And
0: I'm sorry. The, mainly because of their fans, the Bengals are, are getting there with me. And it's more not just not just like a generational hate. Like the Steelers and the Ravens for my generation, Steelers going back to like our parents' generations, that's generational hate with those teams. Yeah. The Bengals is more of like an annoyance. Like they're the annoying, like, okay, I don't think there's any Bengals fans listening to this podcast, but they're probably going to disagree with this take. The Bengals are like the annoying little brother. like. Yeah. Historically, obviously the Browns are a much bigger franchise than the Bengals. Obviously in the last 10 years, the Bengals have been much better. They've actually won the division a bunch of times. They've gone to a Super Bowl. They lost. Um <laughs> but like I was definitely not It's just rooting like rooting they're they're the Super they're Bowl. the they're the whole like what was it? 3 years ago when or 4 years ago when they were going for the number 1 pick to get Joe Burrow, they had like 18,000 people in the stands like at their games. Like but now, because they went to the playoffs a couple times, they everybody's coming out of the woodwork as a Bengals fan.
1: There will always be bandwagon fans that pop up when you start playing well. But of one thing that you can say when you look across the AFC North, you will absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that Brands fans will be there no matter what. Sure. We have been there from the excitement of the past few yeah. years all the way through the absolute crap that we've have have
0: watched. I mean, have there been games you know, on, on the lakefront when the weather's been crappy that – you know, we had the stadium was half full. Sure. Yeah. When it's
2: last yeah, year, when it's, Christmas Eve, when it was six degrees at kickoff time. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It, well, was the, not, I mean, it was not, and we had a big ice storm. Yeah. No, yeah. it was not full that day. Yeah. I don't but care
0: like, if I don't care if we were sixteen and zero that day. I wouldn't be blaming mm, people for not going right. to that. Those game. are those are. We had like factors. negative twenty five degree wind chills. You know, like people
2: were writing on Twitter and Instagram like bad mouthing our fans that they like. I didn't, you
0: don't go stand out there. I didn't, didn't have heat. Right. Negative 25 wind My chill. freaking furnace was frozen, and I didn't have heat. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there.
2: My feeling about Bengals fans has been this way for about 15 years now. When, during our college days, <laughs> that was when they had their first, you know, rise when Marvin Lewis was new, and, and it was the very beginnings yep. of what Carson became Who Day Chad, <laughs> Chad Johnson. Johnson TJ, TJ,
0: who's your mama? Yeah, Rudy <laughs> Johnson, those <laughs> guys. <laughs>
2: and... <laughs> so they won the AFC North title one year and they they were feeling themselves let's just sure. say they were going out there and talking about oh yeah who day we you know won the division yeah we're feeling really good here Pittsburgh fans were looking at them Oh like, yeah are you kidding me Yeah we just won the Super Bowl not more than 2 years ago and oh by the way look at how many rings we have how many yeah. rings you got I mean it was <laughs> so the whole little Big brother, little brother thing was on full effect and still is. In fact, here's a trivia question for you. You probably know this. Who are the two teams in the NFL that have been in more Super Bowls than the Bengals in which all the teams have lost them all?
1: Ooh. Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep.
2: Actually,
0: they might be the only one that I think about. (laughs) (laughs) We could have been. We could have been here for
1: ten minutes I just yeah, guessing I'm, uh, yeah, teams. I'm, that was the, that one came to mind immediately. The other like one me. I was
0: thinking of was the Cardinals, but I, I, the Cardinals have only been to. The team I was thinking of was the Vikings, but I, I don't think they've been to three Super Bowls. Actually, no, I don't think so either. I think they've only been. They've been to more than one. Super Bowl four.
2: I think that's oh, I it. i been way off base on this one, but I'm no, like, yeah, now. Buffalo. Oh no,
1: you are right. They've been in yeah? four. Okay. 70, 74, 75, and 77. Man, the 70s were a hell of a Oh, run. wow. You they were right on They went that. through a stretch just like Buffalo did yeah. in the early 90s. Yeah. Two back-to-back and then one and then kind of bookended the Which, 70s. by the way,
0: suck failure, Bills fans.
1: Nah, I'll, f- I'll
0: fight you on that. I'm uh, like, I'll throw I'm, you through I'm, a table. I'm,
1: I'm mafia adjacent. I married into a family of Buffalo fans. Oh, that's
0: true. That's true.
1: I'm never going to claim them over the Browns. I promise you this. But I, when the Browns are inevitably inil- eliminated, I then
0: follow up with the Bills. That's true. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, you have a pass.
1: A bunch of my in-laws are Buffalo.
0: Yeah, so. you've got a pass there. I'm. 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 Uh, same way I give Steve pass for his Eagles fandom.
2: There you go. Speaking of the Eagles, they actually have lost as many Super Bowls as the Bengals have too. If they didn't have the one win, they'd be in that mm-hmm. group as well. Yep.
0: Uh, let's go through this graphic here and let's. Let's kind of go through each division and see kind of how we see it stacking up. If we're, we think that the this graphic is correct or it's not. So AFC West, this is interesting. This was this this division. They do was... have the Chiefs winning the division, but they have them at a ten and seven record, tied with the Broncos,
1: which makes no sense to me. Huh?
0: Yeah. Obviously, they think Russell Wilson's not well. They 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 hired Sean Payton as their coach, and they think Russell Wilson's going to have a bounce back.
1: I guess. <sighs> But uh, I, I even more that's curious, a horrible take. ten and seven horrible. for
0: the chiefs is fascinating have they lost that much no i uh you mean like did they lose free agents and right stuff yeah like, that? like 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 have and they have not they, really like how
1: much is uh, there's always change i get it certain guys will get overpaid to go to a worse team or yada 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 but yeah. I mean, has, has Andy As long Reed, as
0: they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, I mean, right I don't see them ever winning less than 12 games in a regular season. I don't understand yeah. the rationale yeah. for 10 and 7. Only LA <laughs>
2: 10 wins is crazy. And, it okay, Dan will disagree with this, but if you're the Chiefs only win 10 games, I'm thinking the L.A. Chargers win the division. Not a and chance. And he's only got them 7 and 10.
0: Not a chance. How in the world
2: does Denver finish in front of
0: him? Not a chance. L.A. Chargers have the worst head coach in the NFL. Eh... Uh, in that Divi- guy, that guy is a buffoon. He's not great,
1: but look, just down the road with the Raiders. Okay, yeah. I, all right. He also sucks. Okay, <laughs> You got the Raiders. I, I three. Listen, as a
0: friend. I appreciate you calling me out. Yeah, there.
1: <laughs> I mean, I hear you. You're not necessarily <laughs> off base. Yeah. Uh, with what's his face Staley and with the Chargers. Oh, he, is he a train wreck? He will they because everyone listen. Got, they they got all excited because everybody wanted the new Sean McVay, so yeah. they hired some young uh, – He was his defensive coordinator. You know, another another dweeb to run the – Listen, run.
0: I agree with you on the premise of I think the Chargers are a very talented football team. I just think their head coach is going to get a, get in the way of them doing anything. All
1: right, here's, here's here's my analogy. The Chargers and the Browns are pretty much in the same boat. Their rosters are better than their records, and their head coaches have underperformed. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I'll, uh-huh. I well, love
1: Stefanski because I'm a homer.
0: The only thing I will get well, can, I was going to say the only thing I give Stefanski over Staley is he has a playoff win, but he wasn't he wasn't actually at the game because he had COVID. So does it really count?
1: I mean, I'm sure his game plan was
0: <laughs> true, in, 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 but you know, yeah, the, the maybe he was maybe he was calling plays from the down to
1: down. Management was on him, yeah. Think about that. Your only win in the playoffs as a head coach, you weren't actually there for. I, I mean, whatever
2: can... they did that day, they should just do it again every day because that that game was awesome. What was
0: that Brig no, Prefer awesome. back then? Was,
1: no, was is good. that yeah. what that means? Yeah, week two when we go when we play the Steelers
0: at at uh oh sorry, Acrisure I did that last week too, didn't I? Heinz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So then the Raiders at three and fourteen. Um, yeah. pie pie time in LA. Yeah, I think Los I Vegas. think the order of the division is. I mean. Look, I'll give Steve. I'll give you maybe, probably put the Chargers over the Broncos. But I would do this. Obvi- obviously, the Chiefs are going to win this division. One hundred percent. So,
1: pending a Patrick Mahomes injury, it's penciled in, right. in
0: now. Uh, and then, all right, let's let's skip the AFC North for now. We'll come back to it at the end of the episode. Uh, AFC South: Jaguars ten and seven, Titans nine and eight, Texans six and eleven, Colts four and thirteen. I actually think this is about right. No complaints here. Same. I, I there's. You can nitpick a game or two here and I, there. I, I but still think the Texans are really bad, but I'm really high on CJ Stroud, so yeah. I think they might get to five six wins this year. I, the Indiana, Titans,
2: Indianapolis, is awful.
0: Yeah, they're bad. They're really I, bad. Yeah,
1: they are. And I'm not a Richardson guy. I think that that was a super stretch. Yeah, uh,
0: on their part. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I love the Jags. Doug Peterson and Tre, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think that's that's a rising mm-hmm. combination.
1: Is still on the Colts
0: no anthony Anthony richardson Richardson. Um, oh
1: god i was was like for a second wait a minute yeah although the fact that we got a first rounder for trent thank you trent your services were eventually worthwhile for
0: shockingly (laughs) i'm actually gonna thank joe banner for that that's the guy that actually made that trade possible um afc east we kind of touched on it bills jets dolphins patriots uh i know steve's got a big problem with the jets at 12 and 5 i yeah, I think that's a bit much.
1: Bills, 13-4, and 11-6 for the
0: Dolphins, 17 I Patriots. actually think that this order could be correct, but I actually think that this division is – I don't think this division is that good. Is as
2: good as they're saying.
0: I agree with no. – I, I think the Dolphins are good, but I agree with Ryan. Uh, Tua's one concussion away from his career being over.
2: I only see Miami as a nine or a ten win team, and I only see the Jets as like a seven or eight win team. Yeah, so I yeah, I, I agree with and you. And I on don't think the and, and I
0: don't think the Bills are. I don't think the Bills are, are thirteen. Thirteen is a 13 I I, I I could see them winning eleven and winning the division. Sure. I
1: uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. It's like I they they don't, I don't like, love the numbers, but the Bills are still going to win that division.
0: Yeah, they are like they are starting to for me. They're starting to teeter a little bit to where obviously they're not going to get rid of Josh Allen. Obviously. But like if they let's say they win the division and uh, you know they lose their first playoff game I think I don't Sean, like how they did a year ago I mm-hmm. think Sean well they they beat the Dolphins in the first round but yeah then they they lost yeah. um but I, this is like a this is like a shit or get off the pot year for Sean McDermott
1: just like the Browns have for whatever reason owned the Bengals in the past couple of years <laughs> the Bengals and the Chiefs have been the boogeyman for the bills yeah yeah they have just not been able to get over either of those humps, like in, in at least in meaningful games, like regular season, sure, whatever. But yeah, when it comes, like you said, when it comes down to shooting off the pot, it's they have struggled, and uh,
0: yeah, I do. Like I said, I fully expect the Bills to win that division again, but yeah. I just I, I don't. I'm think I'm really that division, not high on Aaron Rodgers with the Jets either. I, I don't. I yeah,
2: think, you know what? That's. Probably lazy journalism and it's the an, reason why this an, guy
1: has the Jets at twelve
2: and five.
0: Well, it's also the New York. It's it's, it's, it's New York media bias. Although, it, when we get to another division, it's the complete antithesis of that. But, mm-hmm. um, which is hilarious.
1: Yeah, I'm so. <laughs> I don't know why I'm such a Danny Nichols hater. I don't oh, know I why. Can't, yeah, I don't even like. He's done nothing to me. I have yeah. no. I have no beef with the Giants. Yeah. Like I, I, I really don't. But like I'm just not a. That v- was one of my first thoughts when I looked at this.
2: Like, how do they have the Jets winning twelve games and the Giants only winning six?
1: So yeah, yeah. If you want to jump jump
2: east
0: of it, so NFC. Yeah, east. we'll go. With the, yeah, we'll we'll swing back. We'll we'll uh, uh, double back for the north. The hell is we'll we'll. Uh, what's that thing that you? What's that thing that Link throws and it comes back to him? Boomerang. A, that boomer. Well, boomerang. <laughs> Such a moron. <laughs> with
2: anybody, I am such I like an idiot. You with anybody too? listening from Australia, oh, yeah. they ready gonna... to just like
1: come through little, the. Who who had Zelda reference on the uh, on yeah. their bingo card? By the way, N sixty four night.
0: Let's let's plan that. Um, yeah, um, so the um, NFC East:
1: Eagles twelve and five, Cowboys nine and eight, Commanders seven and ten. So. Could be the Washington football team again, by the way. Who knows? Yeah, or potential whatever. rebrand in the yeah. future with that sale, and then the Giants at six and eleven.
0: I think they, I think they nailed this one. I, I don't think the Giants are good at all. I, in fact, I think they're going to be bad yeah, this year. You,
1: I, I don't really care about, I. Yeah, it's still the Eagles. Um, the Cowboys, yeah, are gonna, the Cowboys are going to cowboy. They're going to win some games that you might not expect them to, but then they're going to crap down their pants and lose some that you also yeah. don't expect them to. So. I think nine and eight, a, a game or two on either side of five hundred makes sense for the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, especially if um, oh, what's that? What's um, that offensive lineman of theirs who's holding out? Uh, Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Yeah, one of the best linemen, if not the best offensive lineman in the game right now. Yep. Um, again, here's it's probably, probably it's probably
0: like him and Joel Batonio for the best guard in football. I, absolutely.
1: I, so this was interesting. Looking at the Giants and the Cowboys, yep. two case studies in investing your money poorly, because. The Giants have historically done dumb things with overpaying certain players, and now the Cowboys, who gave Zeke all that money, and um, rec- they've, they've paid receivers big time money, mm-hmm. but they took forever dragging their feet with Dak and way overpaid, you know, at the running back position. Now all of a sudden, their their most o- important offensive piece is alignment, and the, now they're they're strapped. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's n- Eagles are going to just bully the rest of this division. I think um, so, yeah. I would yeah. agree with that. I kind of like sneaky like the commanders, but it's mostly just off of their defense. Yeah, maybe I, maybe and I'm rooting forget, have a good
0: enough defense but to again, maybe make a shout who's, at it. But who's going to play quarterback? Jacoby, baby. Oh, that's right. I forgot Jacoby's there. So <laughs> I'm I'm like, he, he
1: carried us as well as you could expect a journeyman slash backup quarterback to do. That is true. I, I think they've got a pretty good defense. I could see the commanders like, making some waves. I don't think it's going to be meaningful in terms of playoff implications, but could they come in second over the Cowboys? Absolutely. Maybe. I think they could. Yeah. Personally, I'd root for that because I love Terry McLaurin, and I'm rooting for Jacoby because I think that he was just such a pro here in his year in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Chase Young on the defensive line over there. The rest of that defensive line is pretty gnarly.
2: Probably unpopular take. Jacoby Brissett greater than
1: Dak. Mm, okay, I don't know if I'd go. Yeah,
0: stop. This is the same guy that said Baker <laughs> that's Mayfield. The Eagles fan Man. talking. It's a say, no, this is the same guy that said Baker is better oh, than Deshaun.
3: <laughs>
2: I he,
0: Dak's I, a he's, turnover machine. He, he still mean, believes that. By the way, I know. I know. To I mean, this day, you're not he wrong. He probably about... thinks the Bucks are going to win more games than the Browns. Oh
2: boy! The Buccaneers have a more realistic path to a division championship this year than oh, so, well, oh,
1: I mean, only uh, because, yeah, because the, they play in the worst the the division NFC in South the history NFC bad. South is an it's absolute yeah. dumpster fire. The winner which this, of the, the, which this
2: guy didn't agree with because he has the Bucks five and twelve. He's got the Saints and the Falcons both nine and eight. I think,
0: I, I think, I think the winner of this division could be seven and ten.
2: It is possible because. Like there's like no moving right moving moving expect- right
0: over they have two teams with above five hundred records in this division I think that's ridiculous that's but,
2: very charitable giving New Orleans and Atlanta nine wins okay I'm
1: Especially having a, Atlanta. I'm having a brain fart who's quarterbacking in Atlanta is it that kid they drafted uh, Desmond Desmond it's Ritter Ritter yeah yeah how on earth the is Bearcat a Desmond Ritter led team going to win nine games in the NFL no yeah there's and, no way right and,
0: uh, and th- weren't they the I team that drafted I wish my was
2: here right now because he would defend this guy to the- Moon. Mm.
0: <laughs> okay, I I get defending him at Cincinnati, but like the Bearcats, I it's this is the NFL, and this is also the team that drafted a running back in the top ten. They drafted that Bijan Robinson, Bijan Robinson,
1: who's gonna be nice. Don't get me wrong, but you yeah. Okay, quick sidebar. We there's been a lot of talk in the NFL about running backs and things. I know that it's not nice. It sounds unfair. It's mean. It's call it whatever you want, but the way. There are some teams in the NFL who have figured out how to do – Philly is a prime example of how to do running backs. Yep. They have several guys who are not making anything in the grand scheme of NFL dollars who can buy committee, figure the thing out. and you, I just don't understand teams who invest so much money into running backs. It's well, gonna, here's the thing. Like, well, like the there's a whole Yeah, which is going to get weird here in another year or two.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but
0: it's not. it's not that much. And the Browns didn't – uh, invest that much. We didn't overpay, but it's... It... I mean, to be fair, Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb Nick is, Chubb. like, the best
1: at his position. Right. Yeah. So.
0: And Nick Chubb is making $12 million. That's Which, not that's, egregious. No, I agree. Like, right? the,
1: like the Dak Prescott deal was way more egregious, in my mind, yeah. than what, what Chubb got.
0: Right. Like, you, And you also, you think back, like, Zeke got five years, $90 million. Yeah, stupid money. Now Chubb got now, three
1: for 36 Right. Which makes complete sense. Now, if you want me... To get on board for another deal of that magnitude for Chubb, I'm actually probably out, which is going to suck because I love Nick Chubb. <laughs> yeah, but I would not do another ten plus million dollar a year contract for Chubb unless it was a one year deal, and we're, yeah. and, and we're making a run. Yeah, right. So it is yeah. going
0: to be interesting because this, I believe, this is the second year of his three year deal, and I don't think the third year is guaranteed. So right, the Browns are going to have to make a decision, but. Listen, if the guy puts up another fifteen hundred yard season, like you get rid of running backs, like when you think they're going to start slowing down. Nick Chubb has shown no signs of doing that,
1: and he spent last year splitting carries with Kareem Hunt, so he's right. That I mean, don't get me wrong, he still got beat up because it's the NFL, right? But. He split a lot of that load with another quality running back. He's he's good, man. Like I I agree, if he wanted to do another two-year deal, two-three
0: year deal, I'm all on board with that. We just got to make because I think he's still only like 27. Yeah, and the number with running backs has always been 30. So if he, yeah, we could do another. I think we're okay there. We're okay there. I think. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, the whole like no no no, the whole like. like it's almost like people, like it, especially in the media, because you know they're the media. Well, and they need something to talk and about. NFL and and running backs are almost like pitching is like, hey, this is unfair. This is the NFL. You're going to get paid what the market dictates. You get paid. There's no collusion in the NFL among teams against running backs. They're not saying like, oh, let's see how, how it's much a we can lowball this position.
1: Yeah, it's a it's. Injuries are left and right, right, and there's a lot of dudes who can do similar things. Man, so. anybody who's played fantasy football knows this. 100%. Right.
0: Seriously. Right. Uh, and this is also uh, the reason why, if you're a running back, you really don't want to get drafted in the first round, because that's an extra year of control that a team has over you on a rookie contract. If you're a running back, <clears throat> you want to take your first three years, prove yourself, kind of like what Chubb did. Chubb was, Chubb was drafted in the second round. He only had a four-year contract. There was no team option for a fifth year. He was able to cash in a year earlier than any first-round running backs would be able to. So I the whole, like, oh, nobody takes running backs in the first round. I'm almost – if I'm an NFL running – or a running back coming into the NFL, you yeah, maybe on, maybe on the front end you're not going to make as much money. But the difference between being drafted 20th as opposed to being drafted 35th like Nick Chubb was is you're able to cash in a year earlier on – what is unlimited lifespan in the NFL? Uh-huh. But the whole like, yeah, I, I don't think it's I, and and shit. And frankly, if you're
1: if you're a high school or college athlete, don't play running back. If if, if if you're well, that's what it's coming to now. Like that, yeah,
0: if you're like like somebody cl- somebody said uh, well, who was it? Um, somebody said I was a coach somewhere said don't learn how to juke forward, learn how to backpedal. Yes. Meaning be a cornerback. Cornerbacks get paid absurd amount of money in the NFL. Or defensive end. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like like, linebacker.
2: If you're a running back and you went to defense what would you like body type wise? Like, you, what would they be looking at? Maybe safety. Well, probably Nick, a safety. Nick Chubb's
0: probably a line, linebacker. Yeah, he, he'd be big enough to be a linebacker. Probably. Yeah, but I he's would got the say, speed to be a secondary guy.
1: If you're looking at like the high school collegiate level, it's probably more safeties. Like safeties that can come and thump because they're still strong as hell and yeah. their long their legs are, the legs and their cores are ridiculous. But mm. I'd, I'd probably my first thought is safety. But I bet you a couple could play linebacker. You know. uh Or or some kind of you see in a lot of like gimmick is is to is gimmicky ish kind of defenses, like a like some kind of rover or monster like like what we ran last year yeah Uh, it's uh,
0: like yeah it's like the like the like the uh, the defenses you see in a lot of colleges where they like you said they you know it's a two linebacker system that's basically what the Browns ran last year
1: I'm excited for our defense (coughs) this year that's that's another thing for another day but I'm I'm excited.
0: Uh let's move right along here. We kind of touched on the NFC South. Um I I don't really have a problem with this order either. I don't know what you guys think. I just think the Saints have the best quarterback in Derek Carr. Um I'm yeah. not I'm not high on Bryce Young at all. I saw pictures of him in practice. My he looks like a fourth grader. Yeah, I just I don't care how smart he is. He's one of those guys where the first time he gets hit, it's like Tua. He's like, and he's even smaller than Tua. Tua's is actually a little bit thick. Yeah, thick. He's got Thu- some. He's got some thickness. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's the Saints, and then who cares? The rest yeah. think. Steve's probably disagreeing with the Bucks uh, record there. Five think, and twelve. Thinks, five and twelve. For, I for think
2: the, that's rather harsh. Baker's going to rise up, but not crazy. a third place. Because I, I don't think any of these teams are winning more than eight games.
0: So. I, I
1: I agree. So. This is probably the worst division of football. Yes. Yeah. 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 You could maybe so, argue about the NFC North. So, but going over to the NFC North, I'm glad you just mentioned that.
2: Are you know how you talk about the expectations game mm-hmm. and when the expectations have been high, the Browns have not done as well as when they've been low? Are we looking for a same and fall for the li- Lions like The this? Lions are the – 20- oh, listen, yes, the yes.
0: Lions are the 2019 Browns. That ah, just
2: makes me wonder. They, they uh, an
0: aw shucks, ho-hum head coach like we had with Freddie Kitchens. They have Dan Campbell.
2: Like kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: they <laughs> – in 2018, they had a hot second half of the season just like the Browns did. And every, I don't think anybody's saying the, Brown, the Lions are – well, maybe in the NFC, but I don't think the, anybody's saying the Lions are –
2: high for contender. second best record according to this projection. That's true.
0: That's true. I mean go figure but again, that. But again, mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially Aaron Rodgers out of the division, this division kind of stinks. I yeah. think the Bears yeah, still it's... stink. I, the Packers, I think that 7 and 10 record is generous. Yeah, Jordan the Vikings, Love is not it. Hot. Yeah. The Vikings, I mean, Kirk you know, I don't know. Have you watched much of that quarterback series? I, w- I want to. No, I have yeah, you should either. watch it. It's, gr- it's I've great. I've heard very good things. They, they go through the the origins of the Kirk Cousins. You like that? <laughs> it's so great. But it's actually, it's interesting. You know, Kirk Cousins is kind of that, uh, you know, that Gummet like Philip Rivers, like I'm not going to swear because, you know, yeah. I believe in Jesus and, and all right, that sort of right. stuff. Which, fine, I believe in Jesus too, but I, I've i sworn on this podcast. I got a pot Today, mouth. Um mouth. But it's cool. You find yourself rooting for Kirk Cousins. I've always been kind of annoyed by Kirk Cousins, especially because of the whole like, oh, the Browns should get rid of Baker and sign Kirk Cousins. Like that's really not going to help matters. No. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but but you find yourself rooting for uh, for Kirk Cousins. And uh, another thing, which is fun, is Patrick Mahomes is you know you hear him in his post game press conferences and he you know he talks like this and kermit he's got the Kermit the the, kermit, the, fr- the yeah. Southern Kermit the Frog. Um, it's literally just all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I believe that. But he is funny. They go through the whole him, uh, him rolling his ankle really bad in the Jags game Mm -hmm. in the playoffs last Mm -hmm. year. And, uh, you know, Andy Reid like tells him like, Hey, we got to get you to go and take a look at it, get an x-ray. And he was trying to like, wait till halftime, wait till halftime. And they're like, no, go now. And he just like chucks his coat and he just starts dropping f-bombs and yeah and uh and he walks into the lock into the x-ray room and he's he's talking to the uh the uh the x-ray technician he's like i already know what it is it's a high ankle sprain and then <laughs> he gets he gets it the scan done and they said negative meaning he didn't break his ankle and he just starts running back on the field. yeah
1: it ain't broken i'm getting yeah. back out yeah that, see that is, it's great I, I it's great stuff
0: that. yeah well um
2: but, getting back uh, to it here, so yeah, they had the Lions 11 and 6, and everyone else in the NFC North at 7 and 10. I, I yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking if, if the Lions are not all that, the team that will most likely beat them out is the Bears. Really? I, think, I think Justin Fields is underrated. I think he has a chance to make a really big move uh, this upcoming year. And I think the Bears' defense is the better of, of the other three teams. Interesting. So.
1: Yeah, I am with you on the defense. I would like I to just, be with you too. I just don't I, have a I ton like, of faith in yeah. the rest of the Bears. coaching I like staff. Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean I do too, and I want Fields to take that next step. But honestly, I, if it's not the Lions, to me it's actually the Vikings.
0: Yeah, mm. I, I don't. They have, still have. I mean, they still have Justin Jefferson, Kirk, Cousins, the ch- Kirk Cousins. is, is still fantastic. there. Their defense is still decent.
2: Defenses. Well, I don't know. I think their defense is bad, but that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we did the Brown. Actually, I mean, the Browns did grab their best pass rusher. So that is true. We'll see. Um,
2: and then there's the NFC West. Yeah, which they have pretty close. Actually, they have the 49ers at 11 and six, the Seahawks 10 and seven, the Rams seven and ten, and the Cardinals the worst team in the NFL at two and fifteen. Yeah, they're bad. Two and fifteen. Mm. They are really
0: bad. Yeah.
2: The giant toaster is going to be cooking up some L's this year.
0: So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think the the order in this division is correct as well. Are um, they? Uh, yeah.
1: Are the 49ers rocking with Brock Purdy? Is that what's happening? I don't, is
0: he healthy? I don't know. Is think, he healthy yeah, he, yet? I think he's yeah. back. Is they, he? They said he's I, fine. I think he's. Cleared. Well, then they probably are. Steve's but, got a, Steve's got a hard on for nah. Brock Purdy. <laughs> I have the 49ers <laughs> as my
2: Super Bowl champion. So
0: I, this nah. he thinks Brock Purdy's going to win the MVP. That's cuckoo. I didn't say that. He might be the comeback player it of the could year. Could be
1: if they. If well, him no, all. Wasn't, he got hurt. Wow, no, he got hurt in no. the playoffs. Yeah, he, he, has he a, got hurt in the NFC Championship and, game. And yeah, and I immediately regret saying that because he hasn't done enough yet. I mean, if he was a stud and then yeah. got hurt and then came back, maybe. But he had a he had a fun well, little listen. Run. I think
0: he's good. I don't think he's trash. But I I think you could put you could I do know you that. could plug quarterback A like essentially name the quarterback into that system with that talent and they're going to succeed. Yeah, the rest of that offense is just so ridiculous that a lot of people. And can I, run I that, that sounds
2: like a criticism of Joe Burrow. What do you mean? Well, uh, you he, say if, if you plug a guy uh, in, San Francisco has all these weapons and everything. I mean, with Cincinnati, they've got the best receiving core in the league. That's yeah. I, I'm just thinking that's scheme. Same type scheme, of line yeah. Line but I, though. but 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 right.
0: zone read. But stuff. Kyle Shanahan and Zach Taylor aren't coaching the same sport, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> like okay. Brock, Brock Purdy. Like, I'm not kidding. If Joe Burrow was on was on the 49ers, I'd pick them to go undefeated.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. I, so I you think the 49ers supporting cast is better than Cincinnati's? In other words,
0: maybe not the supporting cast, but the system and the coach. Uh, well, I, I'm just going to put it this way. I think I think the 49ers have the best play caller in the NFL. Okay. So yeah, it's the system. <laughs> Remember
1: the time he was in Cleveland and we ruined yeah, it. Yeah, and
0: he, yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> because we drafted. Well, listen, I can't really say. Oh, it's because we drafted that idiot. Because I was running around my house. This guy can attest when we <laughs> drafted that idiot, uh, Johnny Manziel, oh, and uh, yeah, Kyle Shanahan made a thirty-two point, thirty-two slide uh, PowerPoint presentation for to get the Browns to let him out of his offensive coordinator contract. Mm-hmm. Never seen that before in the NFL ever. <laughs> An assistant coach going into the owner's <laughs> office saying, "Please let me go. Get rid of me, right?" And it, it worked out for him. Hell yeah, dude! Good for him. So, um, all right. So, I guess all right, let's uh, let's crack our knuckles here. AFC North. Uh-huh. What do we got? What do we think of the order? What do we think of the records? So, mm-hmm. Bengals twelve five, Ravens eleven six, Steelers eleven and six, Browns ten and seven. Again, if the Browns finish 10-7 and and are last in the division, I'm jumping off something. So keep in mind,
1: based on the way this is set up, the AFC playoff picture would be Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Jags, Bills, Jets, and Dolphins.
0: Yeah, not in that order, but yeah. Well,
1: correct, not in that order, but those would be the seven teams in. Yeah. The one seed would be the Bills. The Bengals would be the two seed. Um,
2: Chiefs or Jaguars would be third. It doesn't say who.
1: Correct. It doesn't. I mean, that's so far down the road. You but yeah, are gonna, you guys are gonna think I'm crazy. But uh, no, I 100 percent know you're crazy. It's in the right order. The numbers. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe the records are gonna. Honestly, I don't. I don't think
0: the Browns <sighs> even get to 10 games. I don't either. I, I don't think we get to 10 wins. I think the Browns will have the Bengals record on this thing. Oh, and, good gravy! Uh, yeah, I think you put the Browns on top and you push the other three down a peg.
2: Just earlier in this podcast, you said you were not. You know. Doing Kool Aid season this year, but you're, you're, the Browns win twelve games. Well, what'd you do? You're, the Browns win
1: twelve. I told games. you, I was. Listen, I said that, but I also
0: <laughs> called my shot. Yeah, you, you, that is true.
1: That is true. Let listen, me see, I All think right. I I, to, I'm pulling listen. up the schedule right now.
0: Ah, oh, okay, I gotta see it. I think the Browns' quarterback is going to be the best quarterback in the division this year,
1: brother. From your lips to God's ears, I really, 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 really hope
0: it. it it's not a situation where this the guy that who, is
2: not impossible. Yeah, maybe I feel that way because I'm just not as high on Joe Burrow as everyone else, and I think Lamar Jackson is kind of washed up-ish. So I, I, listen, I, I think I'm I'm, but at the same time, Watson could be far and away the worst
0: too. I I just no, oh. I don't think so. Kenny Pickett plays the Steelers. Yeah,
2: Kenny Pickett doesn't have to do much though.
0: He doesn't. How oh. are they going to score points? They
2: weren't scoring many points last year, and they still won nine games.
0: Yeah, T. But, T. That, T. But, that, but that doesn't mean. But that doesn't mean he's going to be better than Deshaun Deshaun no. Watson. Even if Watson plays bad, I think Watson can play bad, and he's still going to be better than Kenny Pickett. Hmm. That's, I agree with that. Kenny I've, Pickett's I've, not good. Yeah,
2: I don't think Deshaun Watson. Deshaun is good Watson's
1: either. average
0: or below average is still better than Kenny Pickett's ceiling. Okay, but Deshaun Watson has seasons of proof as to why he's good. Yeah, and I don't. A lot of other people like wide the the, the wide the
1: receiver less... room in Pittsburgh more than Cleveland, and I disagree with that. I'm I'm excited. I that think... I do
2: disagree with actually.
1: Yeah. Wait, what? What was that again? The the,
2: the, the, the general consensus is that Pittsburgh has better receivers than the Browns. I, I and and I oh, I disagree that. with that. That's
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I think that. I think that even uh, even if Watson shows up and gives you an average or even slightly below average performance, it will Listen, still be better than Pickett's. People love good to
0: day. yeah, people love to give the Steelers the benefit of the doubt because they haven't had a losing record in, you know, since we were in high school. But that doesn't mean that you can just assume that a receiver that had like 400 yards last year and a quarterback that threw 6 touchdowns are going to be good. Listen, do I think George Pickens is talented? Sure. But this isn't like he's coming off a 1,400-yard season with receiving yards and, like, double-digit touchdowns. No. Deontay Johnson drops every third ball thrown to him.
2: He has bad hands for a supposed top receiver.
0: The Browns have a receiver that's had 5,000-yard receiving seasons in his career and had almost 1,200 yards and, like, nine touchdowns last year. With with all due respect, Jacoby Brissett throwing to him most of the year last year. Elijah Moore, who was a very high second-round pick last year, who, because he went to the Jets... Didn't get the ball thrown to him because he had Zach w- Zach Wilson, a rookie, throwing Ooh, to him. Hide your mothers.
2: Three different quarterbacks throwing on <laughs> the ball. And yeah, Zach Wilson was yeah, like the of the, the three. Yeah, the
0: corpse of Joe Flacco. The, I forgot about that. Um,
2: well, you mean you forgot about week two last year? No,
0: I was there. It hurt. I Donovan cried. Peoples-Jones. I cried in Brown Stadium. <laughs> yeah. I was physically Don- there. It hurt my feelings. Donovan Peoples-Jones, who underrated wide receiver. Right. On any day is one of the better number 3 receivers in the NFL. Could be David Njoku, who I think is going to explode this year. He's had a bit of a career renaissance here. He's
1: going to be a top 8 tight end in the league this year.
0: Agreed. So, I don't see I don't get where like I don't get where people say the Steelers have better pass catchers than the Browns. I just I don't, don't see yeah, it. I don't get it either. I do not see it.
1: I rolled through our schedule real quick. I'm seeing 8 or 9 wins. I had eight and nine pegged, and eight that's and pretty nine. much where I'm at. Oh, you're gonna never mind.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Yikes! So, hold on, hold on. Let me. Oh, we're getting there. Oh yeah. Let me. Uh, uh, for the
2: record, before Dan gets to what he's doing, I think the Ravens are in, are misplaced here. Lamar I Jackson's the, going to get hurt again. I have the Ravens in last. I do too but
0: and and furthermore i just don't think they're that good i don't think their defense is very good anymore uh and odell it?
2: beckham is washed up i'm oh, sorry i'm
0: oh. not convinced odell's even going to start the... well, did you did you, see... did you see him the video of him at his uh football camp how bad he was limping i did not he's I not healthy yet no well didn't they just sign uh they just
1: signed another washed up who did the who did the uh, ravens just sign um a
0: running back was
1: it melvin gordon
0: Oh yeah, I well, because uh, what's his face is starting on the pup list again. I think
1: who Dobbins? Yeah, no way. I'm pretty sure. Jeez. I could be wrong on that, but I, look, I, I always root for my Ohio State boys. But when you end up getting drafted by Pittsburgh or Baltimore, all bets are off. I want them <laughs> healthy, but I just I'm not exactly pulling for you. Um, yeah, I don't. I, so oh, the AFC North is just such. It's just tough. That's that's and those are so many very different. six of our games are gonna be brutal in my mind. How are you guys only seeing eight wins on this schedule? All right, here's what I'm looking at. Here's okay. I'm gonna go through I'm not going in order here, but I'm gonna say here are games where I am supremely here, confident l- l- that l- let we're me just gonna win.
0: Here, let me just go in order. All right. All right. Week okay. one, Bengals at Browns. Loss. I said okay. we win that one. I gave it a loss because until they win an opener, I have to. I they got to prove thing. to me that they can win yeah, an opener. They don't win openers. Uh, I'm going against it. I just, week I two know. at Steelers Monday night loss. loss. I have that as a win. Uh, yeah. Week three uh, home against the Titans victory. I have that as a win. Yeah, begrudgingly, but yes. So you have them at one and two. I have two. I think me and Steve are two and two one. and one. Correct. Uh, week four home against the Ravens loss. We're gonna go into the bye week one and three. See, I'm the complete opposite. I think we're gonna be three and one. I think we're gonna be three I and one two and there too, I think three and one, two and one in the division. If this game was at Baltimore, I'd I'd agree with you. I would say loss, but
2: Yeah, I, I'm starting three and one.
0: Uh they have the bye week and then home against the Niners. Loss. I have that as a loss. Loss. Yeah. Okay, so three and two and you're one, one and four. four. <laughs> <laughs> uh at the Colts. Win. Victory. That's a win. So four and two and two and four. Mm-hmm at Seahawks loss loss that's a win i'm at 5 and 2 4 and 3 2 and 5 2 and 5 uh home against the cardinals win, win. that's a win i'm at 6 and 2
2: 5 and 3 3 and 5
0: uh at the ravens loss 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 okay 6 and 3 5 and 4 3 and 6 uh home against the steelers i have that as a win yeah i'll take win win all right i'm at 7 and 3 6 and 4 4 and 6 at at the broncos I have that as a win. I'm sorry. I think the Broncos. I still think the Broncos stink. I count
2: this as a game they should win, but they won't. Yeah, I could. Going.
0: Okay. I could see that. I I have the Browns at eight and three. Six yeah. and five. At at the Rams, I have that as a win. I think the Rams are one of the worst teams in football.
2: Yeah, that's probably a win.
0: I'm nine. And, I'm, guys, I'm nine and three right now. You're. Yeah, I'm seven.
2: You're, what am I? Seven and
0: five. Hang on. I just lost. Yeah, tonight. I'm
1: seven and five right now. I think I'm. Uh...
0: But again, I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking at this guy. Once we get through these division games in the first half of the season, the second half of the season, we're playing the Broncos, the Rams, the Jags game. No, I hear the you. The Jags game will be tough, but that's at home. So yeah, you you could go either way on that for me. Then we got Bears, Texans. None of us think the Jets are going to be that good. And then there's there's a six week stretch in the second half of the season where I could see the Browns going five and one.
2: I'm just looking at these last five games. I think I've got it two
0: and three. So maybe I'm at nine. Oh, okay. So you have so so Jags Browns, loss. Loss. Bears Browns win. At home. Loss. Oh. Jeez. Wow. You know the Bears stink, right? <laughs> I don't think
2: they stink as much as people think.
0: You think they're better than the Browns? I think they could be. Oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, Browns at Texans win. win. Jets at Browns. Win. Loss. And Browns at Bengals. Loss. Loss. I lost, I lost track. I think I had us
1: around 7. I have us at 12 mm-hmm. wins.
2: Okay, so I've got us on the on the good side of 500 now.
1: I was at 8-9 before, now I'm at 9-8. Yeah, I think I was around 7 or 8 wins. I lost track.
2: Interesting. And the way I've got the season playing out, you could make a case for the Browns to be 10, 11, maybe even 12. I just think there's some games down there like, Denver and Jacksonville and Chicago that they probably should win, but they won't.
0: So yeah. I I'll give you I'll give you the Broncos and the and the uh and the Jags. I'm not giving you the Bears. No. I will be f- utterly furious if we lose that game. <laughs> yeah. The Bears stink. I don't care if I don't care if 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 Justin Fields is vastly improved. Their roster still stinks. Who are their receivers? You can't even I, I, name I them. could
2: I couldn't name the receivers on the Bears.
0: But yeah, you, but, one, you're just, one, but you're just but you're just saying that they're going to be good.
2: I'm not saying they're going to be good. I'm saying the Browns will lay an egg and lose. That you bet.
0: said that there was a chance where you could <laughs> see them winning the division.
2: Yeah, because there's no one else that's good in their oh. division other than supposedly the Lions. But fair played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you think I the Vikings know. are all that. I mean, I guess they could be decent, but I just you
0: know. I don't know. I. <sighs>
1: It's gonna be fun. This is an absolute sidebar, but in that division, it's gonna be really fun to watch Justin Jefferson come unglued and demand a trade <sighs> when the Vikings aren't what he wants them to be. Yeah, it's just a sidebar. Wide receivers are insane. I, I absolutely love how out of touch with oh, reality NFL wide receivers are. That would be a hell of a sweepstakes at the trade deadline. They are if, if they were shopping. Oh Justin my Jeffers. god, we got, dude! We got any more? Oh, we got any more of those first round picks? Oh my <laughs> god! Could <laughs> you imagine? <dude>? Imagine. <sighs> There's no universe where I think happened.
0: basically what it comes down to is – Could you imagine if your wide receiver core was
1: Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and DPJ? Dumb. Well, I mean, again, never going to happen. But could you yeah. just for two seconds let that uh, be real? That w- yeah. Oh, my God. Then you just
2: need a quarterback.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ooh, Steve's like – There's going cool. to be a fist fight before the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, there will be blood. <laughs>
0: Steve, let me ask you this question before we end the episode. If, uh, if Baker Mayfield never played for the Browns and, say, he was available or Deshaun Watson was available, which quarterback would you sign? I wouldn't sign either one of them
3: mm-hmm.
0: right okay. now. All right, that's but fair. If,
2: but if you're saying I absolutely – okay, so this assumes that Baker went somewhere else, had similar success early and then, you know, didn't do so well as last year, wherever he was. Last well, two years. To now. Yeah. Boy, well, it would be really hard for me to pick either one of them. Because Watson didn't play most of the last two years. When he did come back last year, he was obviously rusty, didn't look good. Baker looked terrible for the majority of, the, of last year. Did okay a little bit when he was on the Rams. But, like, in a vacuum, neither situation looks that great.
1: I, mean, I, just, I just think one of the two has a clear track record of MVP caliber play. And I've Agreed. been I've been a very staunch Baker supporter, but I think when you look at their careers again, recently is not the great. La- the last, but over the course yeah. of the careers, it's it's no question to me. It's it's the Deshaun.
0: last season that Deshaun played. Uh, he was he was an MVP candidate. Was that
1: 2019 or 2020?
2: 2020,
0: 2020. I believe. Yeah, because yeah. he sat out 2021, got traded, and played the last six games last year. He missed a year and a half of football. Um
2: twenty twenty, that was right in the middle of the heart of the pandemic. That seems like it
0: was so long ago. I know, right? That's the that thing was that, also, that's the thing that worries me so that, much about Deshaun. That was I, also that was also Baker's best season. It's true. So I listen, I understand the reservation about Deshaun Watson. I just I just think I don't know. I don't know why it's again, this is probably just Dumb Browns, blind faith. I just think he's going to regain that form, and I'm telling you, if he regains that form, the Browns are going to win 12 games and they're going to win the division.
1: If we if we truly get like listen his
0: last his last season that he played in 2020 with the Texans, he threw for over 4,000 yards. He threw for 35 touchdowns, only had seven picks. If he does that this season, the Browns are winning the division.
2: Yeah, they're going to win 12 or 13 games if he does that.
0: That's what I'm thinking. I think he's going to be around that that good. I really do. Yeah, he so did your that.
2: prediction makes sense. Based he on did
0: that. that season in 2020 with absolute crap around him in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's his face had gotten traded before that season? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So he didn't even have any receivers. He had no running game. The Texans' O line always sucked. They're still not good, and he hasn't been there in two years. And he's with the Browns now. Yeah, he was. He 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 had a pretty rough six games. He had a rough six games, and the team still somehow went three and three in those six games. Uh he's got he's gonna be playing with the whole offseason to get ready. He's gonna be playing at the start of the season. He's playing with the best surround supporting cast he's ever played with in the NFL, best offensive line, best running game, probably best defense, too. Or at least a defense that will be better than it was. That's for damn sure. It's, it's going to be – okay, for me, it's not Deshaun Watson. It's, it's if Kevin Stefanski, as the head coach and the play caller, is going to put him in the position to succeed. That's the, pl- that's the place for me where I have the uncertainty. I don't have uncertainty with Deshaun Watson. I think talent wins out, and he has the talent to be a top five quarterback in the NFL, probably fringe five given – you know the Mahomes and the Burrows and the Allens and that sort of stuff who have proven it over the last 2 years when he's been out but the talent is there I mean you watch if you just watch clips of him at training camp and again I'm not getting excited over training camp but if you just look at clips of him at training camp walking and running around he like at the quarterback position compared to what we've had and I know it's been dog shit since 1999 he just looks different and I think that we're going to get more of 2020 Deshaun Watson than we're going to get 2022 Deshaun Watson. If we get 2022 Deshaun Watson, it's going to be what Ryan says, and we're going to win seven games. Mm -hmm. But if we get what I think and we get close to 2020 Deshaun, I think we're going to win the first division championship in 20, 33 years, 34 years. That's crazy. We haven't won the division since 1989. You know, the year of my birth.
2: <laughs> you know, something you mentioned, and the episode's getting long in the tooth here, but really there, was, there was one thing that you just brought up that I think I need to ask. Yeah. You mentioned all the crap at quarterback we've had since 99. Mm-hmm. Is Baker Mayfield the best quarterback we've had since 99, or is there somebody better?
0: He is the best, yeah. <laughs> Who's better? He won a playoff game. Dude, Derek Anderson?
1: Question mark? Tim
2: Couch or Derek Anderson, maybe? Derek, like, yeah. I, I mean, that's... Tim Couch Listen, was in such a bad position. Tim
0: Couch would have been, but got, he was set up to fail yeah. with the expansion. The Browns, they were not an NFL caliber team when they came back in 99. They just no. threw him in there. Yeah, we ruined that poor guy. Oh, absolutely.
1: I I would I would go between
0: Baker and Derek Anderson. But Baker did it... Well, Baker did it, to me, he did it two seasons. Well... He had a better team around him, too. Half though. of one. Hmm. That's debatable. Uh, yeah. The Derek Anderson? Really? Who was – yeah. Derek Anderson, had Braylon Edwards, Kellen Winslow, Jamal Lewis, uh, Joe Ruben Thomas. Drones. Joe Thomas I will give you. Everybody else,
1: Jamal Williams at the back half of his career. Jamal Lewis. What did I say? Williams. Jamal Williams.
0: Sorry, no. Jamal Lewis. Back half of his career. But he ran for 1,300 yards that year. Did he really run for that much? Yeah. He did. Braylon Edwards had, and, and you could you could, what, you could sixteen right touchdown. You could contribute here? this to Derek Anderson, but I think it's it's hand in hand. Braylon Edwards had his best year of his career in 07. Yeah. Kellen Winslow had the best year of his career in 07. We also had Joe Vicious that made every catch on third down. Uh, yeah, Joe we had Jurevicius. his you, career you was you look ruined at the, by staff if you look at infections. if you look at the old line. line yeah, if you look at the old line, we had uh, that was rookie year Joe Thomas, but he was already playing at a Pro Bowl level. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Eric Steinbach playing at guard. Yeah. Uh, now it's not as good as the old lines we've had the last couple years, but it was no, no slouch. He had a lot of talent around him. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't devoid of talent. I just think that, the... but if you think about it, Baker started the year after we went. zero and 16. That is true. And he came in in the third week of the season.
1: By the end of his time, I still think Baker's talent around him was better. But when he started, absolutely correct. The team was in a much worse position. You can't – the NBA is the league where you can flip. You can go from worst to first, like like nobody's business, with one or two pieces. The NFL, there's too many bodies. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know I, what I mean. So like, I I agree with you. At the beginning, of when Baker started that night against, uh, or when he when he played against the Jets. Jets, yeah. Um, he came in in the first quarter. I agree. That team was definitely not nearly as good as what like Derek Anderson might have been playing with by the to- by the time his his run came, you know concluded. But, I don't know. Baker had an awful lot of talent around him. Who was the coach back th- uh, for
0: Derek Anderson back then? Was, Carnell. Romeo Cornell.
2: Romeo Cornell. Rob, Rob Chudzinski wow. was the offensive Chuczynski coordinator.
0: Chudzinski OC. Uh, he really thinks uh, – who – I mean, who Who were our pass catchers other than Jarvis Landry in 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 uh, 18?
1: No, I'm saying by the time Baker was done. And the, I agree with you in the beginning. When Baker started – The team was in worse shape when he started than right. Derek
2: Anderson did. Yeah, okay. But like by the time Baker it was, left, it was comparable to when Couch was starting. Wow,
1: is
0: that bad? No, because because that the year that they drafted Baker, that offseason, they made a bunch of additions. They did a ton of moves, yeah. I would like the the season before when they did go Owen 16, uh, I would I would almost agree with Steve that that team was putrid. I mean, yeah, you don't you
2: don't go winless. <laughs> That's another side argument. Yeah. Which which team was worse, the 99 team or the 2017 oh, team? Good Probably
0: grief. 17 it's bad.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. both bad. It's all bad. You you can't even the worst of the worst winning. Well, ninety nine, we there. won
0: two games, and one of that game was on a hail mary, hail mary miracle. I can't remember the second win of that season. Oh, the second one of that season was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Phil Dawson hit a, a field goal uh, as time expired to beat them at Three Rivers Stadium. That was even before Heinz Field. I was in the old Strongsville Rec playing racquetball, <laughs> and we were and we were listening and we were listening to that game on the radio. And I heard Jim Donovan screaming and yelling that Phil Dawson hit the field goal. So, um, we didn't really get to it, but uh, the NFL is going uh, alternate slash retro uni mm. crazy. Um, I love what, almost all of them. Real quick, <laughs> what do we think about the t- the Titans essentially rubbing it in Houston's face with the Ooh. Oiler throwbacks?
1: That if I'm a Houston, if I, if I'm oh, a Houston, well, Jordan person, hates
0: it. Cause he's been posting about it on Twitter. Oh yeah. if, if I'm, Listen, I will say they look great. They do look great, but I will say that franchise is the Oilers. They're entitled to do that. Like the, the Texans yeah, are that's right. They're a different the Texans franchise. are an ex- expansion franchise. Now I've seen some people put out the whole like Browns Ravens thing. Like shouldn't the Ravens put out like retro Browns uniforms. No, if you know your NFL history, the city of Cleveland negotiated with the NFL to leave the history, the colors, and the jerseys and the name behind when the Ravens moved. It is funny if you go, you can go back on like YouTube and uh, look up like Ravens highlights from 1996 when they first played in Baltimore. The sideline is littered with equipment um, trunks that say Cleveland Browns equipment on them, and they're brown and orange.
1: Yeah. But if, if I so like to put it in perspective, if Baltimore, I, I know like everything you said is is accurate. But like if it wasn't the case, yeah. If Baltimore had a throwback jersey and it was all brown stuff,
0: oh, I'd lose my. Mind. I would
1: be belligerent. Oh, I'd lose my mind. So like, if I'm somebody who lives in Houston or if I grew up an Oilers
0: fan, yeah. No, I I've, I I f- would be irate. Yes. I fully understand. Like like, yeah. Jordan, it's unique to us because we're you know friends with Jordan. Right. He's from Houston and he's a fan of the Texans. I completely get where he's coming from, being annoyed and pissed about it. Purely totally, and
1: objectively, they are excellent uniforms. Oh, they're fantastic. They are, they are gorgeous. They're fantastic.
0: They're probably
1: one of the best. I, I love. I mean, I love. I love almost all of it. So it's been like Jersey City lately, and I am, I am a big fan of all of it. The Seahawks absolutely
0: crushed it. Yeah. I think the Seahawks look great. Did they literally just go back to their retros? It's pretty much. They yeah. they they tweaked a couple they put Which I, think, I like but they, I, they put the, I think this I think the Seahawks current uniforms are hideous. Yeah. I love their well, old school. It
1: got real popular to go real neon like the Oregon Ducks. Oh, I hate the, that. The, the when Nike they when, when
0: they wear those all neon jerseys, uh, they're disgusting yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I mean I hear you there. I think the the Seahawks
1: absolutely crushed it. I I love the Buccaneers creamsicles. I know yeah. that they're they're maybe a little
0: polarizing, but I yeah. I love those. Well, I with think the, I think Bucks fans. While I think now they like them, I think probably old school Bucks fans. Uh, it makes them think of how bad they sucked in them. Yeah, that's probably fair.
1: But I uh, I love what the Browns did. I think the Browns. Yeah. I, I was originally not keen on the white helmet, but I think it it actually as a as a wearing whole. Wearing it,
0: yeah. Wearing it with the all white. I think if they wore it with the brown jersey, it would look terrible. I agree. I think that but would the look. The all weird. white, I think, looks looks awesome. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm a big fan. Honestly, of all, I love, of, I love, I love, I love, I love Bengals fans getting all butthurt about it. By the way,
1: y'all don't again speaking of people who don't know their history. That's
0: yeah. that's yeah. Look, I I get even it. their own team. Did you see them? Did you see them post that video of uh, yeah. their owner saying, "Oh, uh, uh what it what exact? I don't remember exactly what he said, but basically said like, oh, who who uh, who took the colors from who? Basically, you maybe know, the Paul team Brown. that was the
1: original franchise, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> maybe we were the OGs. I don't know. So, although it, it technically was our fault because Art Modell fired Paul Brown, which is well, yeah, that was we could do a whole podcast on Art that. Modell is the worst, yeah. for so many reasons. Should never, ever, ever be allowed in the Hall of Fame. Oh, if, if ever, if I hate any time he that did comes nothing. Up, I know, yeah, he screwed up. That's what he's famous for. Yeah, um, um I will say this. What the, are the other, what are, are there? Sorry.
1: No, the only other I was going to say the there's been all these jerseys um the Broncos who I hate they just released some
0: new helmets that actually, I saw the helmet I didn't see the jersey or I don't. The I don't
1: I don't know if they did any jersey stuff yet but I saw the helmet that, that the like old it. school D logo the, with, the, the, with the with the I like the that horse. throwback the only the only jersey that's come out lately that I think is absolutely terrible was the Colts the city the city okay. knights the indy knights or whatever they, they call them They look it. like Duke. It's it's
0: a black helmet that looks kind of like Duke with that blue Steve, yeah. Have you seen this? No. The Indianapolis Colts are going to wear a black helmet for a it, few games this year.
1: It looks like Duke. It looks like a generic. They look like Duke. Yeah, it's That's like bad. it's like and when you Duke
2: shouldn't be wearing black either. Yeah,
0: that
1: it's just like doesn't if you go sense. into Madden to like create a franchise yes, and it's like I a stock agree. jersey. Yep, it's just not good. Of I, maybe we've just been spoiled by how many good jerseys have just come out, but like looking at the Seahawks and the Browns and the Bucks and all these teams that have done such a good job. The, the Col- man, imagine being a Colts fan seeing all these dope jerseys and helmets come out, and then that's what your team puts out. It'd be so upsetting.
0: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting how the the NFL is now becoming a little bit more lax on these uh, alternate and um, you know retro. Jer- I guess they probably just see it as another way to make some money.
1: Absolutely. It's it's stay relevant. You know, build internet content, mm-hmm. drive drive clicks and views and all that jazz. It's more jerseys you can sell. It's the NBA. The NBA comes out with new jerseys every single year. Yeah, it's it's just another opportunity for you to make money. It's dumb not to do this. Yep. So, I'm glad the NFL. I mean, the NFL's they do a lot of. Stupid I mean, look things. at look at
0: soccer teams. Not just European, but even the MLS. Oh yeah, they change jersey designs every season. Kits Literally every cha- season.
1: Yeah, kits are always changing. They're always adding. Which, by the way,
0: we got to get you into a pool sitch
1: Milan kit. I would not hate it. I would not hate it. The only the only kit that I have right now is a generic Dortmund kit. I I only have it's not even a player; it's just a generic, uh, generic one. All
0: right, Um, yeah. Have we
2: given you enough content? I know. There you go.
0: Hour and fifty minutes. So anyway, Ryan, as always, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Where can the folks find you? I know you're slowly creeping back onto.
1: I'm getting back out there. Uh, Tweeter. I'm I'm more of a lurker, but I'm liking some things. What is it now? X. Oh yeah, X or whatever they're doing <laughs> at uh, R underscore Donathan. Are so. you are you threading? I've
0: never threaded. No, me I've never threaded. It's just yeah, it's I don't just, think I'm ever gonna make one.
1: Yeah, I don't think I will. I either. don't need another I, one. I saw something about again, it's not a tangent, but something about like there was like a gigantic boom and it got real hot and then like daily yeah. users are already like cut in half, yeah. like two three weeks later. Nobody's using it. No, it well, was, like
0: the the biggest stupid thing. And again, uh, this, the biggest you can't search on it. There's no search bar, really. So you can't like look something up. Yeah. I don't so know. it's like either you see it in your feed and then it's like gone forever, <laughs> Bye. because you're not going to scroll to like yesterday's tweets.
1: Well, yeah, and even that or with, threads. With, with I'm all, sorry. With all these algorithms. Sorry, Zuck. It, it, it's not even chronological anymore. So yeah. even even if you wanted to search for days. It, yep. You, so, so lost to the ether. So yeah, r underscore Donovan on,
0: on on the tweeters. Okay. Cool. And you can follow
1: Steve. I'm at Stiff's McGee. I'm at
0: Daniel J Ford. <laughs> And uh, you can follow the podcast at the LOTL podcast. So this has been episode 265. We appreciate appreciate you guys listening. If there's anybody else out there, I know it's been a really long one. But, uh, um, yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week. We are getting closer to football season. And, uh, yeah, have a good week, everybody. See ya. Peace.